0: Johnny, this is the Patriots pregame show presented by Duncan. Looks down the middle, throws it, caught by Henry at the two, yeah. fights away from a tackler and runs to the end zone and spikes it for a
1: Patriots touchdown.
0: The Patriots pregame show is the world's largest virtual tailgate featuring fans of the six-time Super Bowl champion New England Patriots. Fires down the middle for Gordon, reaches up, extends, right to the end zone, between two defenders. Touchdown, Patriots! Hardy, Mike DeSoe, Paul Perillo, and Tamara Brown are here to do the grilling as your hosts. This week, the Patriots are home against the New York Jets. James White tucks it under the right arm, Cuts it upfield, driving forward, diving to the goal
2: line! A touchdown! no, it
0: for the Patriots! It. I can't believe it! Hardy, Mike Deso, Paul Perillo, and Tamara Brown are here to get you ready for the game. It's football
3: time, fellas. Let's get into it.
0: Now, live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, Patriots Nation. Welcome to the Patriots pregame show presented by Duncan.
4: Are we off? Are we off and running? Are we doing it? Let's do it. Patriots pregame show fueled by Duncan. Hello, it's Hardy and it's who? uh who? who's he's back. Who? Okay. Who? Oh do right. I know you? All Tamara? Right. Mike? New, new phone who dis? Who dis? <laughs> who dis? Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah. Back from, Hi my, Hardy. back from my sabbatical. Hey. Yay. Hi. Great to have you back. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> yeah, football, yeah. Uh, just wins. <laughs> so good that yeah, sh- all this just, team just does is wins. win. <laughs> That's all they do is win. Uh, Patriots Jets today at Gillette Stadium. A very chilly, uh, brisk, blustery November day here in Foxborough. Uh, which I'm sure is uh, going to uh, affect these two high flying offenses, so i don't know you know pound the under maybe if you're uh I'm if sorry. you're uh, of that mindset, but we're gonna uh, we're gonna break down uh, all things patriots jets here with you today gonna go behind enemy lines with. Uh, Jets confidential. Dan Leberfeld here in a few minutes. We'll do our over/unders and the six pack and all that stuff. But everybody, good? Haven't seen you in a while. Everybody, everybody, everybody doing okay? Yeah, we're coming off the yeah. bye. You know, yeah. a little
5: rested up. We're, but I think we're all ready for uh, for a big game today. I mean, this is a, a huge game for the Patriots, and you know, I think this is gonna—I don't want to say define the rest of their season, but I think it's going to tell you what direction it's headed. And we know the game coming up already on Thursday, and another one on the heels of that with Buffalo. So. It's gonna be an interesting. What? what hold on. Of so, days.
4: What are you talking about? Thursday is. Oh, Thanksgiving. sorry.
5: No, I don't want to get ahead. We, we're only looking at the Jets, right? No, but Thursday Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're gonna work on things. That pay- No, yeah, yeah. no. There's no. There's yeah, we're gonna need to. We're gonna need you to come in on that's Thanksgiving. A ho-
4: that's a holiday. Is it? Is it? It's an early game. I hope we can go home and have dinner. No, late. Oh, late. You have oh, dinner first. It's past End of the day. Time. You have oh. dinner
3: first, then you come here. Oh God. <laughs> then you go back. Well, I didn't know about and then that. And some of us have to tape a TV show the next morning. Very so next morning. Consider yourself. Somewhat fortunate. I
4: will not complain. Instead, uh, what we will do is get the keys to the game. Let's go. Why did you leave <coughs> the keys up on the table? You wanted to. You've waited all week for it. The whole team's in the locker room right
5: now, just listening to this, waiting to hear what you're going to say.
4: Without these keys, the Patriots are destined and doomed to fail. Here are Hardy, Paul, Mike, and Tamara's keys to the game. Why did I steal
3: your key to the game? Also, uh, you have the key. To you have the right. Name
4: keys to the game without these keys. The Patriots are destined and doomed to fail. They are listening in the locker room right now. We are going to switch things up entirely. We've never done it this way before. Paul Perilla has the first key today.
3: I oh, do, and it's going to be the same key that I have pr- uh, pretty much the last month, and that's to, <laughs> just to find a way offensively to hold on to the football. Protect the ball. Do not turn it over. Do not put the Jets' offense on short fields and give them free points, and you should be able to find a way To maintain the lead, and I think that's the key for the Patriots right now is you get the lead, make the other team chase you, and I think in order to do that, just protect the football and play. Uh, Turnover free, dare I say, for the first time all season. They have not been able to do it, and that's why I keep hammering the same key from a week. It's such a simple, like
4: rudimentary, fundamental thing that the Patriots teams, you know, over the years, traditionally, historically, have been good at. But as we all know, this is a different Patriots team, and there's a lot of different stuff here. And the, the turnovers are just, oh, (laughs) and whether you're talking about short fields or whether you're just talking about, I, am not saying you're you're screwing up, you know, awesome drives that are going to ultimately result in points. But just giving the ball back over to the opponent when you could either be adding to a lead or getting back into a game, those turnovers are just killers, killers every time.
5: Especially today. I mean, it's uh, not to oversimplify it, but you wonder if it's just going to come down to Mac Jones and Zach Wilson and who – makes more mistakes who has the turnover that that's i think you know, that very
4: well could be what come it down
3: to. Yep. that's Absolutely. very good it's a very good key paul thanks i'd thanks
4: like to it's
3: nice to have you back let's
4: see how you t- looking good too did you lose weight You look good uh, no
3: thank you okay
5: he looks he looks skinnier he looks, he looks good. a little stronger look good. a little added right. some muscle mass maybe okay you know, th- yeah, yeah that's it yeah working it
3: out <laughs> Do you have some work done during the uh the <laughs> yeah
4: i did i did living in the gym it's boring but it's my life he's got his lips plumped up a little bit
3: You look fantastic
2: yep
4: Let's see how Tamara's key does this week because, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it was the last time I was here. You had a couple of real smelly keys, and they were just—they were not good. <laughs> wow. So I'm hoping you have a better one today, Tamara.
6: He just—he just comes in oh. after being gone for three weeks, I know, and he owns
4: mean. the place. I want, throwing throwing elbows. Elbows. <laughs> I want you to have a good key. Throwing
6: elbows, you are throwing elbows.
4: I want you to have a good key. I haven't even had
6: my coffee yet.
4: <laughs> What's that oh, in front there. of you?
6: I know, but She's like I, I to right finish it. I'm gonna make it <laughs>
5: Get that caffeine.
6: <laughs> yes. It's never too early for that sound. All right. Um, my keys don't let up. I think that the second half of the season, the defense more specifically, has been known to filter off. And obviously this is not a game where you can do that, especially when the Jets defense is going to be so stout and so aggressive and not let – well, wants to not let you score any points. I think that the defense has to continue building on what it's been doing the last couple of weeks, especially the last game, nine sacks. i um, not saying they're going to have nine sacks again today versus Zach Wilson, but I think the defense has looked so good and kind of been the foundation of this team the first half of the season. I don't want to see them start the second half of the season today being a little bit lethargic.
4: I like that, and yep. I like it because even though they've struggled, as all mm-hmm. facets of the game have – you go back to a couple of their most impressive wins. I mean, let's face it. You know, you can say whatever you want about the Lions, but mm-hmm. you know, that that team was scoring more points than anyone in football and they they came in you were able to to shut them out and offensively, while the final score looked impressive, that game was all about the defense. Mm-hmm. It was all about the defense. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, they if if you're going to pick one unit that has been responsible for wins this year, it's it's the defense. Other times I think you know, maybe in the case of this team that's in here today, who's responsible for that win in, in Game One versus the Jets? Well, the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I yeah. think you would <laughs> say that's the Wilson. Jets' offense. You know, if you're going to pick yeah. one unit on the field. But the Patriots' defense has been responsible for a couple of wins. Yeah. So, they in have. order when when you put "Don't Let Up" in the category of Patriots' defense, I like it. It's a good key. Good You're point. back. Good You're bounce back
5: bounce to me. Back. Yeah, few. I, I was worried there for first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's not. Uh, I was worried, too. Just, just try not to I lose. I was worried there was going to be <laughs> static <laughs> in the <laughs> studio <laughs> the rest of the show. I didn't want that. You know, you know when you get uncomfortable <laughs> when your parents fight? You could cut it with a knife. I don't, I you don't, don't want to yeah. be part of that. We'll send somebody to their room.
4: Well, uh, Deuce and I have very similar mindsets when it comes to these keys. They should be pithy. They should oftentimes rhyme. You yeah. beat me to it by about 10 seconds. <laughs> your key is? <laughs> Attack, Zach.
5: Uh, Yeah, I know. And I I, I blame slash credit you with that. I mean, I think, you know, you want to have something catchy. But um, I like, I feel like all our keys kind of paint the similar picture. Um, We're all in different areas. Totally right. I mean, mine's in the area of Tamara's. And just, you know, I don't think you can wait for Zach Wilson to make those mistakes. Um, You know, you have to get after him. You have to force him to be uncomfortable. And I don't think it's easy because he can move pretty good. And, you know, I think those interceptions that you saw, last time around were you know just stupid mistakes by him i don't know if they were necessarily like plays that the patriots defense made happen they certainly got pressure throughout the game but i just think they need to they need to win this game uh however you want to divide it up whether it's zach wilson versus mac jones or the two defenses i just think the patriots defense has to produce more than the jets defense does you know on their side of the ball so get after zach wilson make him uncomfortable make him see ghosts as as we like to say uh and and maybe give us a couple turnovers i think you, you have to
4: you have to wonder what the Jets are going to do today with Zach Wilson and what version of him they are going to to put out there and, and want to play. Because earlier on in the season, when the Jets had a more effective running game, mm-hmm. he wasn't yeah. throwing the ball that much. Right. Right. When you put him in a position, yeah. you make him uncomfortable, and you give him to make mistakes, you can beat this team. Do, do the Jets do that today by, by plan, or do they do it? Due to elements and you know what's on the on the line for them at this stage in the season, I don't know. But if there's a way to make him uncomfortable and force him into mistakes, I think you're right. It's a great key. I think yeah. just one little one more little thing to add to
5: it is I just I think the weather is something to talk about mm-hmm. today with both quarterbacks because I don't think either one of the quarterbacks you know came from these kind of environments. We certainly know Mac, uh, you know, wasn't wasn't super comfortable in the cold last year. So it's it's a little cold, little windy out there. So I think that could affect not only the quarterback play but also you know the kicking game, which I think will be will be big today.
6: And I think the theme this week throughout all the press conferences everyone's been saying the Jets were a whole different team the next game when they played the Bills. Like What they did against the Patriots they did not do against the Bills. So I think that's a good point Hardy. It's like what are they going to come out here and do today? Is it going to be Zach Wilson throwing more or are they going to try to lean more in their running game before? Because honestly that game was right after they lost Hall. So they didn't really have time to really work on their running game. Yeah. So yep. I assume that's probably been their focus over there by as well. If
4: you had one quarterback that you liked better, Paul, to be able to kind of oh like, gosh, no, oh, no, 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 Don't make me do the Sophie choice. Lock here. the <laughs> plank, Carrillo. <here. I'm laughs> th- no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying. Pick <laughs> Say <one>. it. <laughs> Say it. That was fun. It was fun listening <laughs> to you guys talk about that this week, and I think yeah. it was a fun conversation. The pause, the, the pause, the pause from Fred the pause. Kirsch? Of all people? Drive a bus through that pause. Um. The, the question specifically for today, in the wind, in the elements, whose arm would you like better throwing in oh, these conditions? Zach Wilson's. Right?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I don't have any faith in Zach Wilson's arm in, in any conditions. But in, in terms of being able to throw the ball through a biting wind, yeah, Zach Wilson. But yeah. if either one of these teams wants to come into this game and say, we're going to air it out and throw it 45 times by design, because that's what we want to do, That'd be a mistake.
6: And I think, like, he has the arm, but he doesn't have (coughs) – it's weird to say the – smarts but he just is he's lacking the ability to make those good decisions like he has the arm but it's like those two interceptions to Devin McCordy in the first game it's like those could have been avoided
4: okay the, Tamara the guy from the Jets just walked into the studio let's not speak
3: too
6: ill <laughs> he of it. anyone <laughs> from the Jets it. his headphones weren't <laughs> on yet oh okay something tells, me that he, something
4: tells
3: me Dan probably thinks a lot less of Zach Wilson than we do
4: we'll get to my key here in a few minutes but I don't want to keep our guest waiting uh, let's go behind enemy lines
0: you know the view from New England. We go behind enemy lines. But what about the view from the other side?
3: And that's why you're our favorite uh, pre-game show uh, guest yep.
0: every year. You guys know
1: you tell everybody that. Oh, yeah? I was on with you guys in 2018 Thursday Night Football.
0: Yep. And I was told I was the favorite guest of the show. <laughs> nope. No. Time now to go behind enemy lines. My
7: God, it's coming right for us.
4: Dan Leberfeld is the publisher of Jets Confidential Magazine. Uh, he's also uh, on SiriusXM NFL Radio, and uh, he joins us here in studio today. Dan Hardy, Mike Dussault, Tamara Brown, Paul Perillo. Great to have you here.
8: It's great to be with you guys. And Tamara was on to something there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I told you. I'm two for two today. <laughs> yeah. See, Dan's been on with us a lot. You you have a chance to move up the rankings. I, 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 obviously, number one is out of the question. No one will ever knock John McClain off in the number one spot. But yeah. you've been on with us enough, Dan. You could make a run for the top five if you play a well, I appreciate your that. Right? I hope I can get
8: into the uh, the sound lead-in, you know, w- with, uh, yeah. like, was Just that John on there? Yeah. yeah.
3: John, John was, he told us that we. We, we all we tell everybody that and then you know some guy incorrectly claims that we told him that he was no no that never happened no that <laughs> never false. happened that no never one happened.
4: no one's ever taken the mantle away from john mcclain but dan uh,
3: yeah I, i'm moving up in
4: the rankings for sure what was tamara onto? what did you well that the quarterback
8: zach wilson has an excellent arm mm-hmm. rare arm talent we all know that it's one of the reasons he was picked second overall but the rest of the position he needs some work at he needs to do a better job going through his progressions looking off defensive backs all three interceptions in that first patriots jets game that new england won were all avoidable there are plays in football we all know where a db or a linebacker makes a great play jumps around and you're like hat tip to that person the quarterback didn't see it it happened to the great tom brady every once in a while there was a, a play uh in a jet game where he was intercepted by a young defensive back and uh and wait a minute was that with Tampa Bay who's the guy that got the autograph uh oh no, yeah I
3: think it was a Tampa yeah that was, that was Tampa. A Tampa pick. he
8: got to, I'm sorry Tom, he intercepted a Tom Brady pass Brandon Echols and he got him to autograph the football after the game <laughs> but right. I was shocked when Echols picked off Brady, rookie against the veteran. So it happens to the best of them. But those three interceptions were all avoidable. Two, we talked about the the uh, the McCourty picks, as mm-hmm. you brought up before. And the other one was bad mechanics because he sailed the ball over the head of the linebacker and it was uh, picked off by, I believe, Bentley. Mm-hmm. So all three were avoidable. So th- there's some issues there. He, he can make all the throws, no doubt about it but he's got to do a better job on the mental side of the position
4: and you say avoidable on some of those picks I mean they almost look deliberate. I mean the throws are, are, are so but but he's still got zip on the ball so I don't know if lazy is the word I would use. I'm like I don't know what he's seen in some of those situations that that compels him to, unleash the ball and send it downfield, sometimes directly into the chest of somebody in the secondary. It's just, it's mind-boggling for somebody, obviously, as you said, Dan, with that much talent and that much on his pedigree and being a, 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 such a high draft pick to allow some of those throws to happen. Well, it I is think kind what of happened, puzzling.
8: I think what happens is a lot of times with young quarterbacks, they desperately want their first read to be open. So a lot of times they're going there no matter what. Okay. You see that a lot. And I think in some of those situations, like, you know what? That's my first read. I want to go there. I don't want to turn my head and go to read two, read three, check down. So you throw it. And I think that's part of the problem there. But those three interceptions, now he did play better against Buffalo. Mm -hmm. But it's almost become a narrative where they're trying to win the game around the quarterback. And I don't know how far you can go doing that. It's You can manufacture wins. You can dial up layups for the quarterback. But eventually, in some games, you're going to need the quarterback to put the team on his back and, and get the job done. So how long can you work around the quarterback position?
5: Gotcha. I just want to ask you about the team's mindset coming in this game. I mean, after a couple of weeks ago, after the Patriots won, you, you got the sense we'll see them again from Zach Wilson. They go out. They had a real good game against Buffalo. It, it seems like, the jets are putting a lot on this game do you feel like this is is kind of like a a a game that they're putting a lot into in terms of might be defining their season yeah no doubt about it how many people thought they'd be
8: in contention for first place at this stage of the game with the over-under entering the year out of vegas who's five and a half wins they've already surpassed it at six and three so i'm not saying they're playing with house money but now in the NFL, you know how hard it is to get to 6-3 and three and to be in playoff contention. Now they've got to take advantage of it. There's no more, you know, this is a rebuilding year, this is a retooling year. It's good, we overachieved, nice record and all that. No, you've got to take advantage of it. And I think they outplayed New England in the first game. I believe two of the picks led to field goals where the Patriots didn't get a first down no. on those drives. Correct. And the final score, there was a five-point five differential, so I... Didn't major in math at UMass, by the way. I went that's to UMass Amherst. No. Didn't major math there, but I know when you give up six points off turnovers and it's a five-point win, that's a problem. So they outplayed them. Their defensive line was dominant that day. I think a big matchup factor in this game is getting David Andrews back for the Patriots yeah. because in that game, and he tries hard. James Ferentz is an overachiever, but he's a little undersized, and sometimes he has issues with big athletic defensive tackles they they had the advantage over him in that game and also i cole strange has had a pretty good that wasn't one of his best games i believe he was pulled late in the game correct yeah so they really dominated on the interior however david andrews is back sheldon rankins who's a really good rotational defensive tackle for them the former saint first round pick he's out so you push andrews in there you take rankins out that kind of changes what's going to go on in the interior
4: those, uh, I'm sorry, but those interceptions you referred to, I have trademarked the phrase pick three. So <laughs> that is when generally... Good, good Hardy. Oh No, I've, I've kind of given it over to the show, but when you when you turn the ball over so deep in your own territory, the other team is gu- guaranteed to get three points out of it, especially when you're playing a team that has trouble moving the ball and especially you know, when you converting have in the red zone. Yeah, yeah. And when you have, yeah right. you're yeah. guaranteed three points. Who so saw that one coming. Sorry, Tamara, go ahead.
6: Do you see the Jets kind of using some of that game plan that they used to beat Buffalo in today's game versus the Patriots, was there something about that game that they can also use in this game that can help them have an advantage?
8: Yeah, that's a great question and a great point. And it's about almost all of the key passes for Zach Wilson were on first reads. Mike LaFleur had one of his best games as the Jets offensive coordinator calling plays. And there's so, if you look back at the plays, so many of the big plays were first read, open you know watching college football yesterday I was staying in the Providence area and I don't watch a lot of college football I'm not a big fan I, there's too many ma- everything is coming from the sideline and the first read and it reminded me of that game because Michael Ford did such a good job and so many of the first reads were open the running game was good with Michael Carter and James Robinson who they acquired from Jacksonville so if they can run the ball and create layup throws like they did in that game that would be the ideal plan for the Jets today
3: Do you think, you know, we talked a lot about Wilson the player. I I, want to ask you about his mentality and uh, if he has shown in your opinion the maturity to to bounce back. I I think there's been some curious comments that came out in the post game after the game when he threw the picks and then I thought even this week where he sort of looked like a little confrontational about his reaction to the, the picks. Has he matured to the level where you think confidently that he can come in into Foxborough today and Deliver a statement win for the Jets. I think he's got some work to do on that front. He's only 23. Not to make
8: that as an excuse, but some people are more mature at that age than others. And he came out after his junior year. If you, you guys, some of you guys covered Parcells when he was here. Parcells always believed you pick senior quarterbacks. Mac Jones, senior. You look at obviously there are other examples of people that have succeeded, but Parcells wanted a three or four year starter who graduated. In terms of the maturity level this guy came out after his junior year playing the likes of troy and navy and texas state i hope no alumni from those <laughs> schools i was trying to pick a school night around here but you know he was a very light level of competition in defense of byu is that COVID year and you had to like piece together a schedule right. making last second calls but so he came out after his junior year faced that level of competition then he comes to the nfl and he's facing bill belichick's defense and uh, the buffalo defense and and it's and and just much higher level of competition that quote this week was weird the one where he said no one outside this building knows what they're talking about because it wasn't in the there was, the question really wasn't about that it was almost like he wanted to get that out yeah and he has said that before And to me, probably not the best way to approach the New York media or the Boston media to say something like that, because I don't think you need to be in the building to realize that those three interceptions in the first New England game were reckless and impacted the outcome of the game. So obviously there are things that go on behind closed doors with the coaches and players that we are not aware of. However, what happened in that game is obvious, even to the layman. That hey, you can't do that. So I don't know what he's talking about when he says about the critics following that game. No one outside this building knows what they're talking about. So Paul, I think you're onto something there. With maybe he needs to mature a little bit.
4: That win over Buffalo that Tamara referenced a few minutes ago. Uh, what what are the what are the whispers at Jet Whispers uh, mm-hmm. and and Jets Confidential? Is that being viewed as? Uh, kind of like a second win for a team that is six and three, and and by the way, undefeated on the road, four and zero uh, road record for the Jets. Is it seen as a second win for for the Jets or? Were the Whisperers more like, oh, that was kind of an anomaly. Like, th- this team probably didn't have any business beating Buffalo the way they did. And, you know, it's kind of a gift. We'll take it, but it didn't seem real. Which, which, well, way Josh
8: did... Allen had a couple of those picks that you <laughs> have to pick. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, interceptions were like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, there were a couple of throws, like, who are you throwing to? Uh, that obviously should be something we give the jets defense credit for because this Jets defense is so much better than the one you guys remember the 54 point game (laughs) the last time the jets visited here was at 54 13. yeah so uh the jets defense is so much better now they revamped the whole secondary it's well documented how well sauce gardner and dj reed the two corners are doing jordan whitehead comes over from tampa bay he's doing a solid job and joiner was with them last year, but he was on IR most of the year. So it's basically a whole new secondary, and they're playing so much better. The pass rush has improved. I don't know if you guys saw the Jermaine Johnson sack of Josh Allen last week, but one of the reasons they picked Jermaine Johnson was to set the edge better with more speed, and he tracked down Josh Allen scrambling to the sideline showing the 4-5 or five speed that Jermaine Johnson has. So a lot, of, lot more talent on defense. So it's going to be a bigger challenge for New England in terms of the team they faced when they scored 54 points here last year and, the, and this team because everything is better on all three levels with this defense.
5: I just want to ask you quick about what's the state of the offensive line right now? What do you expect for them going up against this Patriots defensive front that's been pretty disruptive this year?
8: Yeah, it's Joe Douglas has done an unbelievable job bringing in reinforcements with all the injuries. Uh, they've had multiple right tackles. Max Mitchell, the rookie right tackle out of Louisiana, they were starting at the beginning of the year. He's ready to come off IR, but I don't think he's going to start today. Uh, They got Cedric Ogbuhi off the Houston Texans practice squad, former first-round pick of the Bengals. He's starting at right tackle. The right guard is injured. Nate Herbick uh, was out most of practice this week with a shin injury. Saw him Friday at practice kind of hobbling on it. So that could be somebody keeping on. He's going to play, but he's not healthy. The center is good. The left guard is good. The uh, the situation at left tackle. Dwayne Brown, it, the veteran, for, he used to play with Houston and Seattle, playing with his left shoulder strapped in. I mean, he is a warrior. He's playing. Uh, other guys would pack it in. So it's a, it's a pretty good line still. They did a good job against Buffalo last week, but it's far removed from the line they entered the season with.
4: I'm hearing a lot of, Close game today, tight game today. You know, one that's going to be, you know, back and forth, and just a good football game. What is, what is your prediction for the game? I, y- you have to give one, Dan. You know, well, we, we always we always ask for, and, and that includes a score prediction. Well, you have to like, we want a prediction prediction.
8: Well, I got, uh, I got to stick with what I said on Sirius XM yesterday. We had a really interesting show because Vic Carucci. My co-host is in Buffalo. We're getting all the Buffalo updates. Oh wow! The Bills, uh, our players are getting escorted to the stadium. Have they left yet? Yeah, they, did they, they made. Le- it. Did They're
4: they, okay. they They got there. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, that seems like maybe they could have left Thursday, but whatever. You know, nobody <laughs> Isn't the Thursday the day was... that
3: the they got the sixty-six inches of snow. What's that? Yeah. Isn't Thursday the day the snow came? You know, it's interesting. No. they. The, this is. I thought it was. Oh, yeah,
8: So oh. they they got uh, the airport was closed, but there was one flight that left the Delta. Uh, the Delta air flight that they, the charter that they had. But that was the only flight that left out of Buffalo. It was, it was, <laughs> it was interesting radio going through yeah. all that as the story right. updated. But right. on the show, I predicted the Patriots would win. We don't do scores on that show. It, it, now, Jet fans think I might be hating on the Jets. It comes back to the quarterback position. Yep. And they have a backup named Mike White, who's very underrated. If you remember last year <laughs> in this game, he came in, and his first pass of the game – he threw to Corey Davis, a beautiful pass. Patriots had tight coverage, left side of the end zone for a touchdown. This guy's pretty good. They do have another option. I'm not saying to, to, to uh, bench Zach Wilson, but the way he's playing and the way he's acting, on the road against Bill Belichick with two weeks to come up with a game plan. And he threw three picks against a one-week game plan. So now two weeks to prepare. The Jets have more talent. The Jets have the better roster. But uh, – I just can't trust the quarterback enough this week to to pick him against Bill Belichick with two weeks to prepare. I do think it's going to be very close. The weather's much worse than people would realize when you see, what, 40 degrees? It feels like it's in the 20s, and it's windy. How will he react to that? So I think it's going to be very close, and I think the Patriots will pull it out. Home team, two weeks to prepare.
4: Okay. Sounds good. Dan Leberfeld at Jets Whispers, like a whisper jet. Yeah. That's an old-school term. What is a whisper jet? I
3: don't know. You have the old school term. Why don't you tell us?
4: I don't know. Well, You ever Just heard of a whisper you? jet? Wasn't it kind of like a kind of a airline? I think so, yeah. I know what cares.
3: <laughs> All right. Uh, Jets Confidential Magazine.
4: Dan, good to talk to you. Thank you so much. Always great to be on with you guys. Thanks, Thanks for coming you. in. We have appreciate a, have
3: it. Have a donut. Have a donut. Yeah,
4: a, yeah, take a donut with you. <laughs> oh, you know, delightful. it's funny. A long time
8: ago when, when Parcells was the coach, they had a commercial running in the stadium where Parcells was with that old guy. <laughs> The old guy used to, time to make the donuts. Oh. I'm really dating myself with that one. But the yeah. guy was there with Parcells. I'm like, whoa, it's well, an interesting tandem. You remember <laughs> like,
4: that. Of the t- course. Time to what make was his don-
5: name, though, with the mustache? And, I mean, it's famous. Oh, yeah. Did he have a name? Time to make like, <laughs> the donuts.
4: Well, the man had a name, Paul, well, I mean, just like, because we don't I remember. I mean, the donut it. guy. Like, Did, oh, did no, the, Like, did the did character have a, have a name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
5: yeah. The time to make the donuts guy. That's real. Yeah, I think it was Michael Vail. Yeah, that's not the But the character's name
4: was Trevor I believe that was what he was referred to, you know. In it, Fred a, the baker. There we go. Yeah, in ad circles. All right. Well, enjoy the game today, Dan. Thanks again. Yeah, for it should be a fun that. one. Appreciate it. Uh, we're gonna keep rolling here. I think, Paul. When do you have to do your hit? Uh, I have
3: a while. Do you want to? Like you want
4: to grab some calls, or do you want to? Do you want my key to the game first? Oh yeah, let's. Oh, get your why your key? Give us the keys? Not game. complete without your
3: key. <sighs> the keys are, uh, you know. Okay. All right. Uh, Wide now, open. The door's locked without your key. Now again. <laughs> thanks, Dan.
4: Um, Once again, Dan Leberfeld there from uh, Jets Confidential magazine. My key for the game, again, trying to be pithy and rhymey, Mm -hmm. uh, ended up being both prophetic and, I think, kind of (laughs) dumb. Okay, As as you want. So my my key is forget the punter, target Hunter. Now, this was before I knew Jake Bailey was going to go on IR, but I thought, you know what, he's having struggles. Don't even worry about the punter. How about use... One of your tight ends to convert on some of these third downs, and that way you won't have to punt the ball hardly at all today. Why don't you just why don't you just move the ball downfield? You know, run it yeah, as much as you have to. But uh, you know, it's been my mantra for a lot of the season. They've come around a little bit in starting to incorporate tight end play. But let's get these guys involved, and that way you you can forget about your punter, target hunter, huh? <laughs> Clever. Uh, two things. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. No, <laughs>
5: no, I, I was, uh, I was gonna say, I think it's a, you know, it's a, a point that keeps coming up. It, I don't think anyone expected Hunter Henry's production to fall off a cliff after last year. I thought, you know, he was one of the bright spots, and it felt like one of the pieces that you absolutely needed for them to be, you know, a solid offense this year with those touchdowns that he's able to bring in the red zone. So, I, I like it. I hope they can find a way to start delivering more. Um, Talked to Arcane yesterday with this came up, and you know, I just. I was mentioning when we watch training camp, they're in the red zone all the time, and and I think it's somewhat a sign of you know not trusting it yet, not seeing it. It doesn't feel like Max throwing with anticipation yet. All the windows are tight down there in the red zone. So oh, you went on you the know. radio with
4: Arcan yesterday. I did. Oh, I did. you I'm just oh, you're gonna so, you are going to miss him. You are going to miss him so much today that he had to get a little chin wag in Think with little, him yesterday. It's pretty obvious. I, his, I turned
3: it down, get his, get his deuce down. <laughs> out of loyalty to you. <laughs> I He's He's like, appreciate it. Here's Deuce's number. <laughs> uh, the B it's, team. It's <laughs> funny because <laughs>
4: Arcan asked me for Deuce's number. He didn't ask me for your number. So when did he turn you down? I'm
3: on the sports hub, so I I probably shouldn't be crossing streams. Budding oh, rivalries. here. I understand. I only cross streams for Randy Hart. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it's old boo. You two are very close. <laughs> we, we are exceptionally close. We have shared a, a dessert together on
4: but the never, road, but never a urinal. I mean, you <laughs> I mean, <laughs> never, never <laughs> a a urinal. crossing streams to that uh, extent. A
5: trough, perhaps. Yeah, you know, like <clears> a family <throat> park trough, maybe. But
4: anyway, something uh, named Michael Polardi is going to be your punter today for the Patriots. Oh. I don't know. I don't know from Michael Polardi.
5: Yeah, he's been around a lot. He was the he was the Dolphins punter last year. I mean, he's been around though. I think he's played with like eight different teams. Do I know from Michael?
4: Pollard? I've
3: seen uh, him. He's, obviously, he's an NFL punter. Like, yeah. Do you know? I mean, I don't know from punters okay. in general, yeah. right. uh, but he's been around and left-footed punter. Yeah, done a little. And he was he was, I on, say on, the he was practice on Carolina squad. too, he's right? On
5: Carolina. I mean, he's. I mean, a lot of practice squads. He's been around. I think he had two stints with Carolina actually, but um, he has done some kickoffs. So we'll see okay. who's going to do the kickoffs if they're going to make your boy Nick Folk. Uh, have to do that, or, or leave him alone because he's been so consistent, and you know, just focusing on field goals. But
4: so the punter thing took I mean, on a whole new. Folk, uh, well, a whole. The timeline
5: of it all is just interesting, and I mean, it's and everybody's you know kind of on Jake Bailey right now, having a you know kind of a second down year. Um, I think last year you, you chalked some of it up to injury uh, and said, oh, you know, he wasn't well. They extended him, gave him you know some big money this off season. Um, it hasn't gone well. The team has kind of, you know, in press conferences and, and interviews and stuff has acknowledged that, you know, it hasn't been good enough on the punt team. And then, you know, all of a sudden he shows up this week. I don't know if it's Thursday or Friday. Was it the first day, Wednesday, Paul? I, f- I forget which day he showed up with the back injury this week. Um, was ruled doubtful yeah. on Friday? Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday? Wednesday. It was limited
3: yeah, it was, Wednesday and Thursday. DNP on Friday and then was ruled doubtful in the status. And then the next and day. And then the next day they put him on, on him. IR. I, I, I just think that he's struggling. I think Mike is right. The fact that Bill was openly acknowledging the struggles, I think, during Friday's press conference was kind of giving us a little bit of the writing on the wall. Um, I, I, I don't know if this is injury-related, and to be completely honest, with my thought that's based on absolutely nothing but strict opinion i don't think it's it's overly injury related i think the kicking game it's uh can be very much like golf uh, i think it's a very mental mm. exercise i think you can get the yips and i think when you lose that slot whatever it is it, it can be difficult to get it back and i think that they've looked at that and said right now jake bailey's off yeah and we need you know the seven yard punt it's it's seven. Funny. Uh, he had a seven-yard punt to close out that game. We missed it, Mike, because we were walking down yeah. uh, to start the post-game show because Hardy wasn't here, so we didn't know what was going right. on. Right. Cool. Right. we had no direction. Two ships wandering in the night. I um, pre-
4: I appreciate that, but it's also it's it's um, interesting to hear you say that the 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 punting game is as mental. Uh, you know, I think of I think of the you know the kicking game, and I think of you know yeah. field goal kickers. As Same being, thing. You know, just kind of like But, but that swing. You you're know, right, with the with with punting there there's a little more I think physicality to the actual action so you might be able, but you see shanked punts all the time where you know it's and it's not due to pressure it's not due to timing it's a mental thing <clears throat> it's like yeah yeah you just didn't execute it that one time if you don't execute on a perfect pass well it might end up in the dirt it might end up with a punt the you know it's just so much more of a visual representation of things gone wrong and it and it looks terrible Yeah, and you add a back especially when
5: it goes seven seven yards. That's I mean,
4: there's no way to hide that. And as Fred Kirsch rightly pointed out, when it comes to a back injury, you know, second only to the leg, the back can really affect the punter. That was one of of my favorite comments from the Uh, unfiltered this week, Freddy's Special. We all know that (laughs) because the back, it's not important to other positions, but to a punter, oh, that back, guys getting tackled, (laughs) Ooh, back injury, hurt. All right. Um, anyway, and, and the other the other thing that makes that that key dumb now, I think, is Target Hunter because what are they going to be throwing the ball a ton today? I don't think either team is going to be throwing the ball a ton today.
5: No, but I think if you're if you're somebody who is hoping that the Patriots are going to come out of the bye week with something new or just you know kind of renewed life and and looks like they've regrouped and you know maybe gone into what they do best, I, I think that that's an element that you know might just say, hey, this is something that they did well last year that's been strangely missing this year and you know that I just it's a it's a be you know a couple plays here and there a couple throws it's not going to change your whole overall impression of the team but I think you know find Hunter Henry in a tight window down in the red zone for a touchdown it's a it's a feel-good play for sure
4: all right uh, let us now grab some calls here at 855 Pats 500 web radio at patriots.com if you'd like to send us an electronic mail what
5: (laughs) anybody anybody
4: what no, that's. I was trying to reach the mouse, and it was a little awkward there for a second. Are you okay? You some,
5: filler, some filler time, I got you. I just
4: needed 10 seconds. Patty and Agawam, what's going on? Cousin Patty, you're up first on the Patriots pregame show, Fueled by Duncan. What's up?
9: Good morning, everyone. How are hey, we buddy. doing? Hey, so I uh, want to get into my big key, and I kind of want to touch on something that you guys brought up during the week, but I'll, my, my big key today is David Andrews, and you guys, we're just talking about going back to what you do good. Um, I think with him being out the last two games, not only did they suffer in the passing game, but to me it looks like Ramondre had to get a lot of yardage on his own. And I think him quarterbacking that line, I, I think they're going to get right today in the running game. Hopefully get whoever is subbing at right tackle today, whether it's Yadni or uh, Isaiah Wynn, you know, bringing that extra guy when you know they're going to run and just impose your will, you know. Uh, cause I think I, I I'm with you, Hardy. I think the passing yardage is going to be a little bit sparse today too. Um, that's, that's my big key is getting Andrews back and getting right on the offensive line. Um, and just to touch on what you guys said, you guys brought up blame pie for Mac this past week. Yeah. And, um, as much as I hate to say it, I got to give him most of the blame pie because what, I mean, what did we say before the season started, which is, you're only going to go as far as your quarterback takes you. And I understand new system, offensive line hasn't been great, but to me, ultimately, the really good ones can overcome stuff like that and find ways to win games and find ways to move the ball down the field. And he hasn't done it. And as much as I'm team McLennan, he, he gets most of the blame pie. That's all I got, guys. Let's go. Pat's win today.
4: Appreciate it, Pat. Thanks, buddy. Lots of good stuff there. Um,
5: yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I – I think that there is something there with the point of, you know, really good quarterbacks find ways to overcome things. And I mean, Joe Burrow, we know about his protection issues, but I, I, I still can't give Mac the majority of the blame pie just because it, it, it hasn't looked good ever. And, you know, at some point, if it had looked pretty good and then things have, had fallen off, I would say, well, the plays are there. But I don't know. He, he's got a chunk of it for me, but he's not he's not the most of it.
3: No, I would agree. I think there's a lot of factors at play. I don't know which one is, is the biggest factor, but I, I go all the way back to the, the, the spring and the decision to have defensive and special teams coaches run your offense. I, I thought it was yep. you know ill-fated from the start, and it's played out that way. All right, we're going to uh, go to Floyd
4: in Michigan now here on the uh, Patriots pregame show. Floyd, what's going on?
1: Good morning, everybody, and a special shout out to Mr. Michael Dussault. Oh, thank you, Floyd. Our radio relationship has began
3: rocky, but it has improved greatly, sir. Oh, <laughs> appreciate it, oh, Mr. What Floyd was said. Mr. Floyd has beef with you,
4: Mike? What was uh, what was rocky? What what uh-huh. happened?
3: I'm, Are yeah. we gonna do
1: this? Yes, I, I, I love it, Mr. Floyd. It, kinda, it, it began when when Miss Megan was there. Oh, uh, oh. and remember when Bill drafted that kicker? And I was, over, oh, yeah. I was oh, awesome. all right. They yeah, 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 yeah. And Mike did not like it. He could pick
4: yeah, up yeah. with his feather. Was it Roarwasser? Is <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> what you were talking about? Yeah, yeah,
5: That
1: guy. Yeah, you and were Mike right. Said, you were right, Floyd. <laughs> he's a kicker. He said he's a kicker. Yeah, okay. Come on. All right. <laughs>
4: but we have well, made up. All right. So what do you have? On, what do you have on today's game, Floyd?
1: Well, my my question was more about: Did you see the article? Uh, the Mike Breer, the, the, the Albert Breer article that I saw on Boston.com. Did any of you see it this
4: week? Uh, I don't know you probably wrote nine. Yeah, but refresh yeah. my memory.
1: Well, he said that he feels like there's some doubts about Jones around the league. I did see that. that. was kind of the title.
3: I did see that, the, yeah. The,
1: The gist of it was that he texted a half-dozen NFL executives. Yes. A small sample size, mind you. Correct. But he asked them if there was a redraft of the 21 draft, who would be the second pick taken? Four people said Justin Fields. Uh, One person said I would stick with Trey Lance, who was the guy I wanted. And then the other one was Zach Wilson. And they said nobody said Mac jones but it also doesn't look
7: like he trusts the
1: offense right i just wanted to know that what were some of your thoughts on this article i thought it was interesting
3: hmm. all right uh, yeah. floyd I, thank- I do agree with floyd that it's a, it, it is a small sample sizes you know and and bert to his credit he told you like i'm not like i talked to everybody around the league i yeah i he, he pulled six i i think gms that uh he he had mentioned um You know, last year, everybody was all over. Mac Jones was the best quarterback in that class. And this is why, you know, and I say this all the time, people get really upset when you declare a guy a bust immediately Uh because that's not enough time. But when a guy has success immediately, it's fine to declare it a a great pick because evidently nothing can happen to prove otherwise. I think we're guilty of that all the time around here with draft picks. You know, last year – Christian Barmore was the next Warren Sapp. This year, he can't get on the field. You know, I I don't know what Christian Barmore is. I, I, you know, and Mike will tell you, I love Christian Barmore. Doesn't mean I'm right. You know, he hasn't really done much. Mac Jones, to me, has taken a step back. Whether you think it's because of the offense, because of the weapons, because of the pass protection, because of the play calls, the play designs, whatever the reason, he's not been as good this year as he was last year. And this goes back to the last half of last year. Um, So if there are some GMs out there that are looking at it and saying the potential of Trey Lance, he hasn't really played yet, you know, maybe intrigues them or the athleticism of Justin Fields. I'd have a hard time arguing with that. Yeah. The Justin Fields
5: part. If you had asked him about that, though, like five weeks ago before the Patriots game, there of probably course. wouldn't have been anybody making Justin Fields second. Of course. I, I <laughs> mean, <laughs> I would have because, as you <laughs> yeah, know, I always and, liked him. Uh, yeah, yep.
3: I always liked him, and yeah. I thought he had the size to do the kinds of things that he's doing. He still has a long way to go as a passer.
5: Yeah, and it's, it's hard for Mac, too, because it's it's the recency thing. I mean, I just I haven't. We watched all through training camp, we watched all OTAs. You know, what's more likely? I mean, Paul talks about this a little bit that, you know, a guy got off to a hot start as a rookie when he went into a favorable situation. League didn't really have him figured out yet. I I don't know. I'm just – I'm waiting for Mac to put together a consistent game. I haven't seen a consistent practice, a consistent game in a long time where he's making those plays that you need to make to win games. And I understand why people are down on him. Like, at some point, it's got to turn around. It can't just continue to be like this. So he needs to go out there and have, you know, a turnover-free game where he – Helps the team win, and you know I thought what stood out to me was what what Dan said about the Jets, where and it was almost what I think I said in the post game show after that game was like it feels like they have to win in spite of their quarterback. The Jets are feeling like that. The Patriots can't feel like that too. They they need to find Mac a way to get on track, and you know I think that's what the hope is here with the bye week that you're going to come out. I mean maybe we're hoping against hope. We watched them all summer. It looked like this. It's looked like this going into the season, but. We've had two weeks, a couple extra practices. Maybe they figured some stuff out.
4: Yeah, I, I, we talked to Bert about it when he was on the sports hub with us earlier this week, and yes, he admitted to it. A being a small sample size, but it's also a small sample size for the quarterbacks, especially for Justin Fields, who didn't play last year. Yeah. So you've got you know a, a bigger body of work. He he, he played last year. Well, he played, he didn't, but he didn't start at he the beginning. What, at the, did he didn't start. When come away, the, the, halfway through? He didn't
3: start the first game of the year, but he played a lot last
4: year. Did he? Did he come in that early?
3: I thought uh, he didn't look, play until like halfway through. That might be that right sounds about. But right. I mean okay. that would that would give him roughly the same amount of starts. So. I mean until they started running him against yeah. the Patriots, well, I don't y- think I You're right
4: does. right with the time that Mac Jones has missed. I just think it's interesting that you know even of those guys of that small sample size that that Bert talked to that GMs or anybody would be willing to go with a now he is physically gifted, but he's also one of these guys that likes to take matters into his own hands and the way the league is has you know kind of like ebbs and flows where you know these guys look great whether it's Lamar Jackson or you know whether it's Justin Fields it's like oh wow these guys can take the game into their own hands do you really want to rely on that guy to be your starting quarterback year after year after year because one would think the 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 potential for injury is going to be so much greater and we talked about this with Burt too like Okay, what about Patrick Mahomes? Well, Patrick Mahomes is out there running around everywhere, but he doesn't get hit. Fields isn't afraid of getting yeah, hit, he and doesn't. that makes me afraid. And, yeah. like,
3: and Patrick Mahomes, you know, like, I, I always caution, like, that, he's a unicorn. Like, you know, Josh Allen's kind of a unicorn. Like, there, there are some guys that are, have, you know, just a different skill set, and I'm not telling you that no one can play like that, but I just don't think that you can watch a guy like Mahomes, who's the best in the business, and just say, well, you know, he could be like that. Well, yeah, sure, he could. I'm not telling you that no one will ever be great. Yeah. But the odds are probably not. Uh, Ten games he started. He, had, he played 12 games as a rookie. Played, I can't he believe He played 12 games, started 10. He started all 10 this year um, for Justin Fields. So only a, you know, a handful more for Mac Jones.
4: All right. Um, good question, though, Floyd. Thank you very much. Uh, 855-PATS-500 if you'd like to join us here. On the Patriots pregame show, which is fueled by Duncan. On the subject of Duncan, uh, it's always game on with Duncan. And that makes uh, grabbing a coffee the most important game day ritual because the best call for football is Duncan, the official coffee of the New England Patriots. America runs on Duncan.
10: TouchView Interactive from the Okers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy to use interactive displays providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment Available in multiple sizes, TouchView also offers a built-in VC allowing for easy use through video conference systems For more information, visit
7: okers.com A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one.
11: Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader.
0: Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Verizon the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com.
12: In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Join the conversation by calling
0: the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com.
3: Cardinals and Raiders on the road. It's Cincinnati. It's Miami. It's Buffalo again. You did it. Okay, that's in order. I really need to get a hobby. (laughs)
0: Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy.
4: Back on the Patriots pregame show is fueled by Duncan. I want to tell you about NFL All Day. With NFL All Day, all your favorite Patriots highlights become digital video collectibles. Do you know what they're called? Moments. Moments. Not only that's how they say it in Balmer. (laughs) Moments. Not only can you buy and sell them on a secure marketplace full of thousands of NFL fans, you can use them to compete in epic game day challenges. Check it out and find some moments from all your favorite Pats players on NFLallday.com.
5: Yeah, we got inactives in. Um, what do you got? Josh Bledsoe, JJ Taylor, Sam Roberts, Kevin Harris, and Sean Wade. You ain't playing, yet. So nothing, uh, nothing, too, nothing too surprising. Yeah. I mean, all the moves to IR kind of makes everybody uh, have uh, to be active. I, I
3: just, based on some, and I just tweeted this out, I just based on some of the comments from like Mike Giardi and some of the other writers watching, Devontae Parker didn't look very good, I guess, going through his pregame warm-up, but he's active. Um. so we'll see w- if he can give them he's a he's going to give it a go as they say he's up he's up that's what the kids say he's up sorry I'm finishing a donut
6: so I didn't get to a chance to talk about behind any lines because I had to run but my biggest like takeaway from that was when he said this team is trying to win around the quarterback like yeah. essentially without Zach Wilson yeah. and I thought you know about what Jacoby said to me in the locker room this week he said we need to find a way to stand on our own. Like, we have not been able to do that. And so it's like, honestly, both of these teams are finding a way to win without the quarterback, which is really yep. interesting.
5: I thought you were going to say when he said, that's a great question, Tamara. <laughs> <laughs> I
6: was thinking okay. the same thing. That, w- that was great, but it wasn't, it wasn't my biggest takeaway. What did <laughs>
4: Slater say to you earlier this week? I heard you mention it mm-hmm. on the show yeah. on Thursday, You and you talked with Matthew Slater mm-hmm. about something uh, earlier this week. What did he say?
6: Yeah, he said field position is going to be huge in this game. He said, you know, the way they were able to stop. I disagree. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the way they were able to stop Braxton Berrios – In special teams in the first game, he said to be able to do that again is going to be tough. He said, I expect the Jets to come out here and play us a lot more aggressive, way more tough. Um, And so he said, you know, field position is going to be huge. They didn't give Zach Wilson great field position the first time. So I think that today, (laughs) with both of these teams trying to find wins without the quarterback, in a sense, it's going to be very interesting.
4: Who'd you talk to this week, Deuce?
5: Who did we talk to? Um, I don't know if I talked to anybody. I don't talk to anybody.
4: I don't I, talk to I, people. I was
5: there.
3: Like I listen. I, I
4: try yeah. to listen. People to come Hardy.
3: talk to you. Well, they used to, but now I got moved down to the basement, so uh, no you're one closer. ever <laughs> me. No one sees you're, me anymore. You're
4: closer. That's why, I thought that's why they moved you I down there. I was banished.
3: <laughs> what if I would
13: I'll just make just
4: you do But,
6: like, me, for so real, how, ca- how, Correct. Long, how long can you really <laughs> win games without your quarterback? Oh, yeah.
13: Um, both
2: teams I are mean, trying teams, it every week. Yeah, right, both teams are.
5: I'll just say this, though, Hardy. I mean, I I was there, though, and I did hear everybody talking this week, and I just I think what struck me was that everybody understands a how bad they've been on offense and b what's at stake in this game and there was just a sense of and also how bad last year went out of the bye week like like all Mm -hmm. these things were kind of brought up and acknowledged which um you know I, I don't know I just I find it reassuring that like they get what's going on with this team and and you know I just I think this is this is a huge huge game and you know even Bill like on Friday sometimes he's a little bit smiley and chatty he didn't seem that much to me he seemed more focused on this game so yeah. I just I think this is a, a, a huge game that I've been saying all week I mean I feel like this game's going to determine the floor of the season like right. if they lose this game you're talking about last place AFC East you know a real tough slate coming up I mean it's just it could go it could go south you, you win this game it's like a play-in game now you got a chance to really do something against these really good teams to prove what you can but if you don't win this game I don't know how much of a chance you're really going to give yourself down the stretch I no.
6: do like how they're taking accountability for like okay we got these wins before the bye week. Great, not coming off nine sacks on the defense. Great, but we still have a lot of work to do, and they're taking account- accountability for it. Whereas, like Zach Wilson, to Paul's point earlier, he is not taking accountability for like any of his mistakes that he's making. Like I'm honestly surprised, especially after watching that film from that game, that you're not like. I was the reason we lost the game like obviously team sport but like without those three interceptions would have been a way different game
5: yeah and he's been i mean otherwise he's been good i mean he's thrown the interceptions are in the patriots game and i think the first game yeah. of the year against the steelers so i mean he has had good ball security but again it just goes back to that point of like not letting him lose the game mm-hmm. for us and, and i think both teams need to get to a
3: point where yeah. they, they get away from that to be honest i think the guy that needs to reevaluate what happened is mike lafleur because mm-hmm. you can't allow him to throw the ball forty plus times. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you fall behind twenty-one nothing in in the third quarter, by all means, yeah, the game plans out the window. Start chucking. You yep. got to do different things. They went into that game, and I know that some, like you know, Evan disagreed. They th- ran the ball twelve times. Their two running backs combined for twelve carries in a game that was never out of doubt, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it was right. always in question. Uh, you know, they did it by design. They wanted him to throw. He made a couple of plays early in the game, and I think they were kind of feeling it, and they allowed him to wreck the game. And you can't do that with a quarterback that's not ready to play like that on a consistent basis. There's a reason why they're 5-1 and one with Zach Wilson, and it's all of the five wins, I believe, are 25 or fewer pass attempts. There's the one that stands out, 41. Yep. Like... Mike LaFleur has to look at that and say, I cost us a chance to win that game because I put the ball in harm's way. Did he panic because of the change
4: in personnel in the running game, like right before that game? And if he did, I, I at least I can understand it. But what's the safer play? You know, going with your running game that is that is the, unproven the and not as, to a, me,
3: not as effective or allowing Zach Wilson to start chucking the ball all, all over the field. The funny thing to me is if they had done that the next week against Buffalo and said, we got to make plays. We got to chuck the ball because we're not going to be able to beat Buffalo twenty to Mm seventeen. That would have made perfect sense. Yeah, because Buffalo, you don't expect to beat twenty to seventeen. The Patriots, every game the Patriots play is twenty to (laughs) (laughs) seventeen. So that that, that's their the Patriots defense has played very well almost all season with a couple of exceptions here and there. But you you got to think if I can get to twenty, I'm going to have a chance to win. They looked like they wanted to get to 30 in that game to win the Jets. They wanted to throw it all over the yard. And then they go out and do the opposite against Buffalo. And wouldn't you know it, they catch Buffalo on a bad day. Their defense plays well, forces some Josh Allen mistakes, and they win. In one of those muck it up, kind of low-scoring games. That's how the Jets have to play. They're not ready to play 38-35, just like the Patriots aren't ready
14: to play that way.
4: All right, let's go back to the phones here. We'll go to uh, Todd in Greenville, North Carolina. Todd, thanks for being on the show. What's up?
14: Hardy, don't leave us. Please be for the rest. The other guy just is dry, forgettable, and I keep waiting for him to say Bueller. or just horrible. Oh god Arkan, nah,
4: listen to me, I love Arcand and I don't know if or when he's he's gonna be back, but uh no that I, he's I, excellent. Yes, he is he an excellent he is, job. Uh, no, uh, I mean
3: no offense to you, Hardy. I no, love no, no. I love you. You know I, that. You you know you're my favorite all time host.
4: And I love you Todd. Thank you for saying that. But, but Christian uh, was excellent. There's not there's nothing wrong with Arcand. your place. He knows his okay, stuff. So.
14: so one quick question then. If we run for a hundred yards with Ramondre and Mac doesn't have you know a brain fart and turn it over What's their chances of winning, or do we need more for Mac to be able to win this What's game? What's the other team do? Yeah, 50-50. The Jets.
3: Yeah, but what do they do? I <laughs> said, so what does the other team do?
14: They play football.
3: They do Jets. Does, does Zach Wilson turn it over?
14: I don't know. I just want to know what we need to do just to be Force able turnovers. to the game type mm-hmm. thing. Force turnovers. Force turnovers. So we're not going to win on with our offense and just playing I don't think, football?
3: I don't think so. If both teams don't make any mistakes, it's going to come down to a coin flip. Mm-hmm.
14: Okay, I guess that makes sense. Thanks, guys. All
6: right. Thanks, Todd. Appreciate it. Um, I it- think forced turnovers then also, like, I say this every week, but I don't want to see five field goals today. I'm over it. We're not at the
4: point in the <laughs> season. I was thinking about this <laughs> on the it. way in Because we, g- we always want a good game. But, you know, mm. what do you want in order? You want a, a Patriots win, but you also, like, right in conjunction with it, you want a good game. You want to be entertained for a few hours. I don't think we are at the point in the season to have the luxury of wanting a good game. You need the win today. The I, win is I, everything I today to get to six and four, and then you own the tiebreaker against the Jets, and you're ahead of them in the standings, and everything's, yeah. everything's good. So I'm with you. I don't necessarily want a big field goal game today either. You can't be picky. You yeah, know. True. Just like you couldn't circle the wins win earlier the win. in the season, you can't say how you want them to win today. That's not where this yeah. team is at. And another
3: no, another yeah. thing in terms of that, The field goal stuff is this does not look like it will be an easy day to kick field goals right for most but Nick Folk everybody (laughs) based based on the wind and I mean neither guy really ever misses I mean I think Zerline has three misses Folk has two Mm -hmm. like that but it's when you miss and Zerline missed a huge one in the first game against the Patriots he missed one
5: so this
6: game might not be aesthetically pleasing today
5: no and there's no moral victories today like this I mean a a loss is a, a, a devastating loss
4: Oh yeah, you're getting a signal from Marine Matt. I don't know. Five minutes, I think. He's saying hi. Hi. Uh,
5: Hi. Hi. We're doing a a show. Before I bring up Michelle,
4: before I bring up Michelle from South Carolina, I want you guys to know that last week she had a very traumatic week. Oh no. And uh, we don't have time to get to the bottom of it today, but at some point we have to. She was lost in the woods for nine hours. Oh God. I (laughs) don't. It's not funny, but she was Why are laughing you laughing then? Because she was laughing about it when she called into oh, okay. the sports hub to tell us about it. So, Michelle, have you recovered? Is everything okay?
7: <laughs> yes. And I had a liquid lunch yesterday after we talked. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah I kind, and I have to tell you the story. I kind of told it out of sequence, but, yeah, it was crazy, and. I realized I lost my keys when I got back to my car. So, I had... So, it's a, it's, a, it's a longer story I'll have to tell you on Monday.
12: Did
4: you actually call the police and they told you to call an Uber instead?
7: Yes. Well, yes. Because they said they didn't have enough uh, police in the area. Now, you have to remember, I was three hours away from home and then it was nighttime and I was in an area that is very um secluded yeah. and when i called Uber, they kept saying that they were coming but none of them ever came okay so that was the problem well so maybe
4: we also like you're in the woods and there're a, a sneaky lack of roads <laughs>
3: yeah. well, i'm just glad <laughs> well, you're okay well, yeah. michelle yeah. i'm not making light <laughs> of it like hardy i how dare you
7: michelle how dare you what do you have on
3: the game today michelle
7: okay so my one point is they really need to score first uh, to, to get something out of like their offense and get them going. I just need them to score first. I, I don't think that's care the, how they do. That's it, the secret
3: sauce for the Patriots. You get the lead, they're unbeatable, especially at home.
7: Yeah, well, I, I don't know if that, all that is true. Is that really true? No, it, uh, well, well um,
3: I can uh, give you some numbers. <laughs> A lot of this it is. Has... This is Bill Belichick as the Patriots' coach. When leading at the end of the first quarter, he's 108 and 10. When leading at the oh. half, he's 131-5. and five. When leading after three, oh. he's 136-2. and two. <laughs> That's Bill Belichick's okay. career at home. Wow! They get the lead. Okay. You ain't beating the Patriots, especially in this building. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay,
7: well, we need to see it. And, um, I agree. Uh,
3: need the lead, Michelle. Matt. I'm with you.
7: Thank you. Okay. Say, finally. All right. In, in about Matt, we're all saying that we need to see an improvement. He needs to be part of a win. Well, with two weeks off, he comes out, and we still don't see really any improvement. He's still not part of a win, and the defense is still winning. Shot, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? shoot. <laughs> what? Okay, so now how do we look at that? Because just because he was drafted doesn't mean he's a starter. So at some point, if this kid is not getting it, And it's not really uh, um, a a hard offense to really grasp. What when are we going to make a decision on this?
4: Well, they need to make this. And Michelle, thank you for the call. I'm going to hang up now. Just so you know. Um, No, wait. (laughs) Don't (laughs) hang up on me. Uh. She's (laughs) She's <laughs> laughing like she's lost in the woods again. Um she have a GPS? We they they need to, to <sighs> broach that. There's of... so many unanswered questions about that lost in the woods story. But they need to make decisions on a lot of stuff. One of the things that that uh, I, I think I heard you guys talking about, we yeah. talked about earlier in the week, is the the idea of, uh, and Phil Perry talked about it a lot. That's probably who I heard it mostly from, was the idea of these stretch runs versus gap runs. And, like, you a, make up your mind, and B, go with the gap runs. <laughs> because when you do that, you're pretty much unstoppable, and when you try this other stuff, it's not really working. So you need to make up your mind on a few things offensively if you A, want to develop some consistency, and B, have Mac at least not be part of the problem. I'm not saying if you go to a gap run scheme, then he is automatically going to factor into the wins, because that doesn't necessarily right, jibe, right. but at least you would develop some consistency and allow him, I don't know, I'll force teams into respecting the run a little bit more so that makes things easier on Mac. I'm just spitballing yeah, just, here, Deuce. Well, just lean into your strengths, right? I,
5: I, I wanted to comment, to uh, Ian Rappaport just went on the, the Twitter about eight minutes ago uh, with a little report. Mac Jones spent his bye week focusing on syncing up his drops with his wide receivers. It was all mental and all about timing. Uh, he also mentioned that uh, the ankle finally does feel uh, 100 percent. So uh, take that for what it's worth. I don't know. Usually I was hoping that that the uh, the drops would match up with the routes before week 11, but clearly they've been getting torched on social media by Dan Rolovsky among others, of, you know, not not looking like they're uh, synced up enough. So we'll see if it makes a difference today.
6: Yeah. But I also think, too, it's like you have to be able to Be okay if it doesn't go as planned. Like, I think that, you know, you can work on this sink and this timing, but like, ultimately in the game, it's probably not going to happen the way you think it's going to happen every single time. So, being able to make those adjustments when things don't go as planned and when Jacoby Myers isn't open, like.
5: It's like next level, Tamara. You're like, you're like, like, they're on like remedial, (laughs) you're in like college level courses. I mean, you're 100% right. And I think that's, you know, one of the biggest problems over the last three years with this team was Mm -hmm. just that. You know when it doesn't like a good start yeah you know when that doesn't happen when you know you get behind the eight ball they struggle and I think that's one of the things about the old Patriots teams that you always expected were that they can come back I mean you know we, we all know 23 and all that I mean that was one of many impossible comebacks that you know this team made with, with Brady but at this point it, it feels like a 10-point lead is is close to a death sentence so you know especially when you go back to that Jets game last time where you were staring down the barrel of a pick six that would have made it 17 to three. I mean, I think everybody who's watched these Patriot games in recent memory knew exactly what that probably would have meant to that game had that place stood. So uh, it's it's I just want to get to the first point, which like Paul's point, don't turn the ball yeah. over, try to play clean. But like at some point they do have to make that step if they're mm-hmm. going to be a legitimate AFC contender that's going to give the good teams problems.
4: Uh, back to the phones here eight five five Pats five hundred Tony in Canada joining us now Tony what's going on?
1: Hi guys good uh, morning. Hey Tony. So in regards to the game today um, I think it's it's definitely a must win. The Pats lose this game I see them finishing fourth in the AFC and out of the playoffs. In fact that could still be true even if they win today. Yeah. But um, assuming that that's how things work out we finish finish that way at the end of the season, do you think Kraft would realistically want to put pressure on Belichick to make some some changes? I know uh, before the season started, he had that comment about how not winning a playoff game in the first or in the last three years is not really acceptable. So I'm wondering what you guys think about that, whether we could expect any changes if we finish out of the playoffs this year. Yeah.
4: I, I, it's hard. For, and Tony, thanks for the call. Good to hear from you. I think it is almost inconceivable that bill himself without pressure from ownership would finish not making the playoffs this year and say, "Yeah, we're good. I got State my guys. I got my guys here. I got, you know, Matt and I got Joe and uh no, I think we're we're good. We'll figure it out next year." Bill himself, if he needs to be told to to change things, you know, from a coaching staff or from, you know, whatever person I I don't know. Tony didn't say specifically what changes, but I think coaching staff, you know, first in terms of you know the things that are easiest to fix yeah. when you're when you're Bill and I don't know, maybe you got a couple of guys working here who aren't even being paid to work here. They're being paid by their <laughs> former teams. Those are easy those yeah. are easy fixes. Um, if if Bill has to be told to do that by ownership, that's no. that's another problem.
5: And I, and I think that that's like, you know, I I, I you, you want Belichick to acknowledge how bad they've been, right? Like, you just, and then that's what the question gets at that they would just be this bad and finish the year, whatever it is, 29th in offense and 30th in red zone and be like, man, eh, we'll figure it out. Uh, it's, I, I think they know exactly like we know how bad it's been, and and I'm sure it's unacceptable to them. I mean, I, I know they're not happy about it. So, what change would they make? I mean, it's all going to depend on how it goes over these last few weeks. I mean, if, it, if they start to show some signs of life. I mean, I think the thing we talked about on Unfiltered was like it seems like I don't I, maybe they bring in like a Bill O'Brien to take over the offense. I But I think more likely what people are accepting would be maybe you bring somebody in just to focus on the offensive line yep. and let Matt Patricia be the de facto, you know, full time offensive coordinator rather than having to worry about the whole things. Now, that's nobody's going to love that right now. And who knows how it's going to go over these last nine games or eight games with with that. But uh, I don't know. It's hard to see them totally blow it up. Like, I still think he likes his guys. He likes his guys in position. But the offense has got to be better for that to even have a chance of happening.
4: Um, Let's grab another uh, couple of phone calls here. We're going to get to our... uh over unders here in a little while. We got the Sunday. We got a full Sunday six pack today. We got a lot of stuff. It's exciting. That's good. The good thing is I I don't even know how things went in the over under last week. I wasn't here. I made my picks. I I think I did okay. I'm not sure. Doesn't say. We'll yet. find out later. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. I I don't know. Cousin Chris in North Carolina. What's up?
13: What's up, man? What's up, gang? Hey, Chris. Hi.
4: I got family in North Carolina. I thought maybe you were my cousin, Chris, and then I realized don't yeah, well, I don't have a cousin, I mean, Chris. I'm
13: everybody's cousin. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Well, then you are my cousin, Chris. What's <laughs> up? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Today, I'm listening to you guys on YouTube. So, what's up, YouTube chat? Right. I got a Hi. couple things out there that I wanted to touch points on because I'm tired of seeing. It. You know, I didn't Ooh. come to Code anything. You Fire
6: know? away. I love this
13: energy. So, it's about the wide receiver and the tight end group. You know, the wide receiver in the tight ends group that we got now is better than the ones that we had when Brady was playing,
2: right?
5: Toward but the yeah, end, for sure. But,
13: yeah, that seems like the excuse every week. I'm sorry. I I'm so- wanted to go into oh, uh, Thornton. Okay. Thornton as a wide receiver in his yep. development. At what point in time? do we start blaming Bill for his development? Because he's in the same position Harry in. It looked like we're walking down the same exact track that Harry walked down. Uh, Thornton is doing the same thing. What is and, uh,
4: What does Nicole um, Yang have to say about that today in uh, the Boston Globe? Thornton's output short of promise. It is on the hmm. uh, front page of the uh, sports section today for the Ouch. Boston Globe. So you're not alone in, uh, in those sentiments, Chris. Yeah, for
13: sure. And for the uh, Andrews was out last week. But for the past couple weeks, we've been seeing him being thrown around like a rag doll. You know? I know I'm not the only one that's seen that. So, is his return really going to be a big impact?
4: Uh, well, I think it is going to be. And uh, wow, is is going to come into the studio? Oh, gosh. Uh, oh. how about this oh special gosh. guest? Color Hi. It spe-
15: it's so cold. Spe- <laughs> it's so special
4: cool. guest here on the Patriots free game show, Scott Zolak. Hey, who is your color <laughs> analyst for the uh, New England Patriots? A big day right
15: here for you guys. Huh? What's up? Zoe? So. How I are mean, I mean, we doing? I'm just trying to kill some time.
4: Okay, it's uh, it's too cold to be outside, isn't it's, it? It's awful out there. It's uh, it it is like shockingly cold outside i didn't well, know i didn't know how bad it was gonna be until you started walking in from you know parking yeah. lot uh, seven
15: down there it's about it's about 20 degrees colder than what's reported it's you know we do our feels like temperature what <laughs> like, does it feel like out there uh it feels like buffalo it does it yeah. feels like the games up in buffalo like last year remember we were up there and it was it was windy and cold but frigid just absolutely frigid because it's not it's not thirty it's not twenty it feels like it's about fifteen out there
4: as a quarterback uh, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. stop ball <laughs> we're about Just hold to on have for some uh, yeah. they get out of my seat you're gonna have I to wanna go, wanna go over there Zo Zo <laughs> as as a quarterback we were talking yeah. about like today uh, you got a you got a couple of guys whose teams are maybe trying to win not in spite of them but without a lot of contributions do you think that's going to mean Based on the based on
15: the conditions out there, even less of a passing game yeah. today than what we might be expecting. Absolutely, and I, you know I did coach for pregame. I don't I don't think it's going to be a passing game. I think it's whichever team's better up front. Uh, they have to be. just is getting a start instead of Win. Oh, uh, you get Andrews back. Um, they're going to shake some things up, and I think. You got to find your five best guys and let's go with it. Did he just drop news on the show? He did.
5: Well, I just talked to Coach. How Coach uh, dropped that one? Well, he didn't do it. No.
15: No. I mean, the the team gave us, there's a change in the starting lineup. Oh. That's what we have on our flip card. Wow. Okay. So we'll see
3: see then. (laughs) I mean, mean, the inactives are out.
15: So we already have those. But I think it helps our quarterback and hurts theirs this type of day because it's swirling out there. It's windy. Last thing you want is Zach Wilson to run outside the pocket. And put one up in these kind of conditions the ball was going to hang a little bit. Mac warmed up a lot coming from the north end zone. Um, so I don't know what that means if uh, I, think, I think the wind uh, is a little more in your face coming that way. so I, th- I think the ball was dying a little bit for the left side so that's something to watch you know here in, uh, as the game goes on.
4: It's going to affect the kicking game too. Somebody brought it up here earlier. It's like, oh, they're going to have to just, oh, totally. you know, ground and pound. But oh, wait a second! Just because you've got a 35 yarder doesn't mean you're automatic. It does with Nick Folk, though. And, uh, it, you know, we, we, we did it with <laughs> directly the, from the miles of base. <laughs> we had
15: him in post game what three weeks ago, and he went on and on about, oh, I have so many discussions with Coach. Uh, just have such an appreciation because he has an appreciation for the kicking game. We talk wind, we talk point of emphasis, uh, oh, um, wind speed, all that stuff. Stuff we didn't care to hear in a post game. <laughs> you know, it's kicker, nerd, kicker nerd stuff, but but it matters on a day like today. So,
3: so Zo, I, I agree with you that um, the the running game. The, both teams are going to re- lean on the running game, but yeah. maybe more first down throws. You know, you don't have to throw it forty times. Yeah,
15: they but got to do something to back them off. Um, and I don't know what that means. Maybe a little more play action uh, and the tighter play action. Not where we got to do the deep stretch. and right. next, you know, you got Quentin Williams breathing down your down your neck from the backside. Get the ball to the tight ends. There's no reason they can't chip and get out the flat. Some RPOs. Just a three, three. Make Evan throw. happy.
4: Yeah. <laughs> make forget anybody that, happy. Forget the punter. <laughs> target hunter. That was my key to the game. Hmm? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, wow. My, kid, my kid's got
15: a new nickname that I learned. He learned at the high school game. I'll tell you off air later. Okay. <laughs> <I can't be laughs> Oh, <laughs> rhymes with <of> Peter. But <laughs> oh, God. oh, well. I wonder what it could be. Maybe yeah,
3: everybody's got to stop banging the table. There's all kinds <laughs> of crackling going on. Yeah. what are we doing? <laughs> can't do it. leave now. time to back. Yeah, you,
15: you, uh, you can. Yeah, go you can. I'm gonna go hang out at KSP. I'll see you guys. All right, thanks Good for job, stopping man. in. Yeah. There
4: we go. Uh, there is your color analyst for the uh, Patriots Radio Network, Scott Zolak. Hot
15: dog, Paul.
5: <laughs> and uh, not, not funny. <laughs> Special visit. Uh, you know, what I was going to just uh, a quick comment. I, when I stepped out there when the Jets were coming in. I wondered. uh I just
4: realized what that was. The, uh,
5: oh, those <laughs> things. We'll oh,
4: oh wait, from the from the pregame. And uh, Paul was very, very upset about that.
5: It's because, uh it's funny how they make the visiting team come in really? right next to where this tunnel is right here. So, I mean, when they were walking in the Jets, it was like a wind tunnel, like coming in. All the wind was running directly right through outside our studio. So I never realized maybe that's intentional right as you walk in the stadium you just get a blast of cold wind in the face so let them know what's up
4: How has the stadium redesign affected uh you know the conditions so far this year uh, i don't know a lot but
3: balichek has asked about it every friday <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really, know uh, it doesn't that'll doesn't care. be my
6: yeah. k- next Swirling. construction update yeah when that's I'm what up in should the ask crane, they've been shooting her up
2: into the crane she's been yeah,
6: all up in that you know
4: construction. have you have you gone up in a crane i have was it scary
6: no Oh. Wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. Honestly, it's she
3: wasn't as scared about it as I was for her. Yeah, I don't th- <laughs> I was very, very concerned. It,
4: whenever there, whenever there's a crane on the news, it's not a good story. It's That's not. True. Hey, look at this awesome crane. Oh, you know, scary. it's not good. So. But the next
6: time, that'll be my next report. Like, how different it is with the construction updates there's only one more piece of steel that needs to be placed so it's crazy you know? how fast it's going
5: in yeah. i mean they're closing that
4: thing in well, what have the other updates been? Just how awesome it's going to be when it's done? It's mm-hmm. More more girders. That feels How li-
6: big the new lighthouse is going to be. That feels
4: like a puff piece. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even um, man, that doesn't we feel do. like actual <laughs> reporting. We work for Patriots.com. Oh, <laughs> look
3: at this new wall. It's a new wall, everybody. <laughs> is, this okay. what the, is this on Patriots.com? Yeah, you can go right there
4: to find oh, all of it. Well, no wonder you yeah. are always talking Patriots on this show. I, I didn't see. I didn't know. That's what we do. Okay. okay I, have, I have
6: a serious question before you guys take another call. Have you seen The Incredibles?
4: <coughs> yeah. I have kids. Yeah, yeah, Deuce and I have. Mm -hmm. Paul's kids are a little bit older. I saw you.
6: So, NBC Sports Boston just posted this.
4: Oh, okay. All right. I see.
6: Frozone. And apparently, Frozone. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, Kendrick Bourne came out with like a similar like suit on. Yes. And so they matched him up next to each other. And yeah. I'm like, there's two types of people on this team right now. People that are like that, fully covered, only their eyes showing. And then you have David Andrews, who's out there with literally a sleeve of shirt on yeah. his shorts.
5: David <laughs> Andrews inspiring more confidence yeah. in me than the people that are like
3: <laughs> bundled up like Frozone right now. <laughs> I, I, these are the, the things
6: oh that...
5: Oh, my
3: God. Who? <laughs> the,
5: <laughs>
2: thank you, who Matt morell <laughs> Like... <laughs> I, I am
3: always fascinated by the amount of people on Twitter that tell you what people are wearing on the field uh, before a game. As if, like, okay, so David Andrews is going to have a good game. Mac Jones is out there in short sleeves. He's going to have a good game. Oh, good. Kendrick Bourne, forget about him. He's, yeah, he's, he's trying to stay warm. It's too like, cool. Wow. I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. What you know,
6: we have to have the weather reports. The outfit oh, the weather reports. is the weather is relevant. And, and then you have to like, you have to is wait my for my echoing for
3: to anybody else besides myself. The I the don't the know what it is, but it I is. definitely feel. Um, that um, you have to have the weather report,
6: the outfit <laughs> report, <laughs> and then you have yeah, <laughs> Mike's hoodie report. Yeah, you know, and I will know, we'll see. So
3: yeah, the weather, the weather. I think, you know, and you know, all due respect to Nick Folk, you know, talking about the weather conditions with with Belichick. I think that if it's You know, some kind of a different kind of crosswind, which a lot of people are talking about. Yeah. I mean, I think anything outside of 40 yards is going to be dicey today. Yeah.
4: But I think there is some merit in talking about what guys are wearing as opposed to just straight-up uniform talk. And, Paul, you and I are in lockstep. All the silver pants – do oh. that on your own time. Yeah. I don't I, – I. I. it's impossible for me to less. That's completely and totally irrelevant. Totally yes. yes. irrelevant. If, if
3: you see a guy who kind of looks cold – mm-hmm. I told you – there's a famous story I've told these guys before. When Arizona Cardinals, the year they went to the Super Bowl and they lost to Pittsburgh, it was 08, I think. They came in here in December in a game that it was snowing. They walked out for pregame warm-ups. Andy Hart and I looked at each other and said, they have no shot today. Mm-hmm. They looked cold like they you know when you're like yeah you yeah. clench fist <laughs> and you kind of have the, the shoulders shrugged yep. that's how they walked on the field for pregame warmups i said mm-hmm. this team has no chance whatsoever 47 to 7 wow, wow. they lost Whew. like they had no chance at all and, I, and i'm not telling you the guys that are you know <laughs> like if you're out there warming up and you're dressed for the elements yeah but you're running around making plays you you can make plays mm-hmm. with clothes on Like, you don't have to have no clothes on to compete in cold weather games.
5: We don't have Have to to take take our (laughs) clothes off (laughs) to play a weather game. (laughs) We can't (laughs) dance and party (laughs) all (laughs) night
4: and drink (laughs) some some cherry wine.
6: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. This is like my cue to leave. <laughs> There's nowhere to go
4: from here other than a break. We the have to break. These people. We have to break. Thank you, Brid- oh, Bridgestone. Oh, Bridgetown, proud sponsor of the Patriots pregame show, the official tire of the New England Patriots. And Bridgestone tires are now on sale through December 10th at all Sullivan Tire locations. How did we both start thinking that based on that? It's a classic. Uh, visit SullivanTire.com for a location near you.
10: TouchView Interactive from the Oakers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, TouchView also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit oakhurst.com.
7: A million dollars? For picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one.
11: Take a free shot at a million dollars
0: with DraftKings, the leader in- Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Verizon the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment... Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com.
12: In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again.
0: Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email this show at webradio@patriots.com.
11: I'm trying, I'm trying my, I'm reaching deep down to try and be A-hole here.
0: Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy.
11: Few calls, few emails, a little song, a
4: little dance, a little seltzer down the pants, Patriots pregame. Did you just come Go up with Tucker. that on the fly? No, no, that's... That's an old benchmarked uh, phrase there, Tamara. That's, uh, that's a crutch. I, I use it a lot. Doesn't even make sense in this uh, circumstance, but why not? Justin in Virginia, before we get to our over-unders here in a few minutes, what do you got for us, Justin?
16: What's going on, guys? How you doing? Hey. Hey. Something I kind of want to say is unfair to Mac Jones. Like when, when we drafted him, I looked at him a lot like you guys looked at him. Kind of like a Kirk Cousins maybe at best Matt Ryan type of guy. But I would say that we we pluck these quarterbacks that are like the best young ones, like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. And we would say, well this will work if, if we had them. But the issue with that is they still need something. Like you see what I'm saying? They need still need some level of offensive system, some level of offensive line play, some level of like quality when it comes to receivers. Like and the way they became them is some level of stability. You know what I'm saying? Like, Travis Kelsey's always been there with Patrick Mahomes. Maybe not so much with Josh Allen. When they started, they didn't have, like, the full slate of weapons. But
3: What do you think of Bill Belichick? Brian
16: Dable in there, like, quarterback whisperer or whatnot. What do you think about that?
3: What do you think of Bill Belichick as a coach?
16: I think he's amazing, but... You
3: think he's better than Andy Reid? Yeah. You think yes. he's better than Sean McDermott?
16: Yes. So, Mac but Jones I'll,
3: had more I'll, than those guys did.
16: But what I'll say is, like, <laughs> if you could have at least gotten the kept him with the continuity of, like, Josh, and I understand that Josh left him there's nothing we could have really done about that. but
3: Well, there, we, there was something you could have been prepared weapons. for. It.
16: Like, you see what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. I mean, I think Patrick Mahomes just lost his best player in, on offense and has been better this year. Um, I, I think that Mac Jones has – a limited skill set in comparison to those guys, so you need more around him. That I would I agree. agree with. You. Yes, I agree. But he, he has the, the best coach show. in he the history of football is Justin his coach. Jefferson he could not have man. asked for a better situation to enter into.
4: Yeah, Justin, thanks for the call. Listen, there's an old radio adage about about familiarity breeding partiality, and I think that holds true for teammates too. But if the if the baseline talent isn't there, all the familiarity in the world. Isn't going to breed any success, you know. Just because right. you know a guy, you might like a guy, but if that guy happens to be <sighs> Nikhil Harry, then it's not going to do it. It's not going to make yeah, any and, difference. And I agree
3: with Justin. Like I, I'm not I- ignoring the fact that you know Stefan Diggs has really significantly impacted Josh Allen, but you also have to say that Bill Belichick has significantly helped Mac Jones. Like you can't think that he's the best. C- coach in football I do anyway but you can't think that and not feel like that that helps a young quarterback I mean I still hear people say that Brady wouldn't be Brady if if it weren't for Belichick right. so I, I, I certainly can't say that Josh uh, that Mac Jones hasn't benefited from being the quarterback for for Bill Belichick yeah.
4: Sorry, I just saw Zoe walk by uh, uh, behind the shot of Phil Perry on NBC's
5: Sports Boston. So he's, he's trying to get on rounds. everybody's show. He's everywhere. Yeah. No yeah. one can have a show without Zoe being on it, apparently.
4: Uh, we just heard from Virginia. Travis in West Virginia says, uh, hello, Hardy and the crew. I would love to see the Patriots get some first downs on first or second down instead of always <laughs> leaving it up to third down. Any chance of this happening and how so?
5: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good, uh, you know, production on first, second down has been bad. I mean, they just, they're putting themselves in, in tough situations, but they're, I mean, one of the worst offenses in the league on first and second down. And, right. and I mean, you just, you saw it right out of the gate last week with like, or two weeks ago with the two, you know, two straight handoffs up the middle, like sag, t- tackled in the backfield. Um, they've got to get more That's why I knowledge. asked
3: for some first down passes. Yeah. You know, I don't want to throw it all over the yard. I, you know, whatever, but. Loosen it up a little bit. Maybe change the script a little. Mm-hmm. Scotty in New York on the Patriots
4: pregame show. What's up, Scotty?
16: You guys took the words right out of my mouth with that, with the first down passes. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but I, well, the other thing I was talking about was the off. well, I wanted to talk about was the offensive line. And I just hope that we can get some sort of consistency. Consistency up front with hopefully with the Andrews coming back, the veteran stability. We can't rely like we did the last time against the Jets with Mac getting sacked a bunch of times and, and just hope Zach Wilson throws us two or three picks. we just, we got to have more stability to keep Mac Jones upright and with the conditions of yeah. the game hopefully it's a great time to find that running identity and find that running game
3: again. And Andrew should help that. that. Yeah. Part. Yeah. I David, think just, David Andrew's return should should help that. I
5: just think to Paul's point, you know, getting getting back comfortable early, you know, just give him some time, let him, you know, get a little bit comfortable, just establish a new baseline. It just if he's under duress it's not going to go well. I just I like that, you know, Paul's comment just Change it up a little bit. Take them so they don't know what's coming all the time. It just seems like this offense been so straightforward. You know exactly kind of what to expect, and uh, it just it hasn't worked.
6: I will say this is his first game back from injury where he's kind of had all of his pieces there to make him feel comfortable. Like It's been like David Andrews out, Damon ha- Damian Harris out, Jacoby Myers out. And so it's like this is kind of the first game where – kind of like the foundational pieces that help him be solid and comfortable yeah, are like I mean, all in.
5: I mean, I don't want to call it an excuse reset, yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, like there's, but you know, it's it's. you've had a couple weeks off. I mean, I, I just, I don't want to have too high of expectations, but I do have expectations that if it's not going to get better after this point in time and you've had a chance to regroup, like I, I don't expect them to suddenly find it in the midst of all the crazy games that are about to go on over the next, you know, two and a half weeks. Uh,
4: um, let's go to uh, Mike in Puerto Rico before we get to our over unders here. Mike, what's going on?
14: Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing today? What's Excellent. The mood in the room.
4: I'm sorry. What was that, Mike?
14: What's the mood in the room? The mood.
4: Oh, um, uh, chilly. Yeah. This. <laughs> <laughs> if it, it it even feels cold in here, you so can bad. tell on the other side of that door. It's very cold out there. It's a
14: chilly mood. So, uh, the pressing question: Did Alex get her uh, Taylor Swift tickets?
4: Yeah.
5: Oh, yeah. yeah. She oh, did. She did. She was floating on cloud nine the the, the rest of the day.
14: Oh, uh, okay. Well, as far as the game is concerned, um, I think this is uh, going to be the turning point for the season. Mm. Depending on how well they perform here, it might be something where okay, just rev it up, um, get ready for the playoffs. Let's uh, let's let's make a real run for it. If they don't, then it's maybe like Paul and. And Mike has said um, the entire time is, okay, let's get players out there. Let's evaluate them. Let's see uh, where they are. Because if, if we can not get hype up for a Jets game in, under the conditions that we are going into uh, with two weeks of preparation, yeah. then I really don't see much hope for the, for the rest of the season. But I will pose this to you all. Um, what do you think will be more likely, more likely lead to a win? Being plus two in the turnover ratio or uh, Mac throwing for two touchdowns. Nope, you said two. it, the Plus first two. one.
4: Plus yep. two in the turnover no ratio. That's it.
3: That's the script. That's the one. But yeah. and if they th- I mean th- they could have a couple of touchdown passes. I mean you get in the red zone and you you know, again, first down first and goal from the four. You're like you're not obligated to pound it between the tackles, you know, hard play action, Hunter Henry, wide yeah. open. Yeah. You know, like, like like the other teams do. Yeah. You know, yeah. easy touchdown passes on first down uh, first and goal. By the way, the uh,
4: you know the the fact that the Patriots woke up on Monday after their bye weekend last weekend and found themselves in the playoff picture. I, last year, I was taken to task by, you know, Spee and a couple other people because I said, you know, it doesn't matter if they make it. You know, look at the Chiefs. Look at how they... The, I feel the exact opposite this year. I, I'm not picking the Patriots to win the Super Bowl, but if you remain relevant and you remain a playoff team, every other team in the league... Maybe, I'm not saying that the Chiefs stink and they could lose to anybody, but a lot of good teams are losing games that they shouldn't lose. And I think there is, if it's not parity, it's at least there's a fallibility that exists with a lot of teams this season that I haven't seen in seasons past. Yeah, I I, I, I I don't think think
3: the AFC is as deep as we all thought it would be. That's a a much
4: more succinct and probably fair way of saying it. Yeah, which is
3: why I think the – patriots have a shot to make the playoffs yeah,
4: and not, yeah. not only make it but yes I actually go in there and win a game i don't see a yeah, repeat I, of last year where i you can't just... see
3: that i mean now now a lot can change in eight weeks like right now so i can't th- see them beating a good team
4: what about tennessee
3: hmm. oh don't i don't see it
4: oh i could i could think i don't
3: of think tennessee. tennessee's any good but i don't see <laughs> i mean I, <laughs> I don't see them beating you don't them. See them beating a bad team <laughs> no well they're seven and three i mean they're, they're doing something
5: yeah I just think with the strength of the schedule, the division games you have left, you're going to end up where you're supposed to end up. Like, there's not, they're not going to really back into it. If they're going to get in, they're going to have to get in. I just think the offense has to find something that they haven't shown yet to really be one of those teams. Now, I, I agree with the bigger point, though. Aside from maybe Buffalo and Kansas City, I, I'd give them a puncher's chance against anybody in the AFC. Um, but they got to find a new stride on offense. They're not going to get, they're not going to win those games See, and get to the playoffs. I with, think like, they
3: would need a bad game for, from like a Baltimore or. Probably even a Cincinnati. Yeah, probably. You um, know, but bad games happen. Yeah, but you'll see bad those. Bad games you'll happen. See those teams, you'll see those. Oh, they teams already did. They got a re- eviscerated by one of them. Buffalo, Bal- Baltimore. I mean, they get up thirty-seven points. Yeah. Uh, before we get
4: to the real over unders, a couple of things. Number one, want to thank FedEx. FedEx, we are ready for the holidays. That's good to know. Are you ready for the holidays? Not even no. close. Fe- FedEx, ready for the holidays. (laughs) Number two, a couple of fun over unders uh, via email. This is uh, Nat from Santa Cruz. Um, One and a half times. We say, oh, thank goodness, we have Ramondre Stevenson. Over under on that today. Yes.
5: I don't know. I don't. I'm not two.
4: Not (laughs) even gonna. Not even. Well, you wanted. So you're going over. So you go over. Okay. Over. All right. Um, I'm with Mike. Petulant Mac Jones moments, flopping or other uh, weird stuff at a
5: half. Don't don't do that to me. I'm playing the under. I hate that stuff. <laughs>
3: one one petulant moment, I have to take the over. On. <laughs> uh, th- yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's one at one time. A I want to believe. It's at a hey. Put it at two and a half, and now there's a question. <laughs> Wh- uh, hey, <laughs> petulant
5: and,
4: Mac
3: Jones. <laughs> and and also at a half, Zach Wilson. Geez, dude, don't
4: <laughs> don't throw don't throw it interceptions. <laughs> oh, well, what's the number? The, the a, half, a half. I'm gonna.
5: Over. I gotta go over on that one. Yeah. It's easy, it's All right, easy. but
3: those don't count. Now we're doing the real ones. Let's go. The Jets should take the Patriots game plan from the Baltimore, uh, the Buffalo Monday night game last year with two, Zach Wilson. Two, <laughs> three, two, three, p- three passes. P- yeah. <laughs> Sorry,
4: it's didn't mean to step on. This
0: it. week's edition of over unders. You're over me. When were you under me?
4: Well, I was not here last week, but I submitted my over/unders anyway. How did I end up doing, Marine Matt?
0: Ah, uh, not bad, not bad. Five and one last oh. week. Oh, oh wow! Oh. That's amazing. Daddy Long Legs wasn't even here. How about Followed it? Followed by Mike and Paul at four and two, Tamara at three and three, and Arkan at two and four. Season totals: Paul thirty and twenty-four, Hardy twenty-eight twenty-six, Mike twenty-seven and twenty-seven. The others don't matter. That's a oh. close race. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I like well, that. they
4: they don't matter because they're not full, they, they haven't been here for everyone. Arkhand and, and Yeah. yeah. Tamara ended, ended up uh picking twice so far. All right. Whatever. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Once, I don't know. Mac right. Jones passing yards, 203 and a half.
4: Lead us off,
5: Mike DuSo. Yeah, I think uh I think he will be in that area. I'm going to I'm going to go under though.
4: Under two oh three, I'm going to
3: take the under as well. I'm little I, like Zo kind of spooked me a little bit. I'm not going to yeah. lie. When like he talked about quarterback yeah, too. Well, so and, and he talked about he the, in the weather. league. Yeah, we, he and knows. We look at the new punter, Michael Polardi. I like I like the Polardi.
4: I I am not going to bet. Look, everything else, every other prediction about this game today, and I'll probably be wrong on all of it. But I, at least I'm going to be consistent. It's going to be a l- low-scoring, difficult day to move the ball type of game. I'm going under.
0: Ramondre Stevenson rushing yards forty eight and a half.
3: I'm going to take the over on that one. I think they're going to need to establish the running game. I think Stevenson will get opportunities to do that along with Damian Harris, but I'll take the over.
4: Yeah, I'm going over on that one too. I think it's I think it's very very easy to see him busting off a couple of 15, 18 yarders, getting yourself sure. more than halfway there. On just a couple of runs, and uh, yeah, I, I, I like the over. On. I'm
5: I'm actually go under because of this guy we're looking at right now, Damian Harris. I think uh, I think it might be his time to shine fresh in today. Legs? Some fresh legs. No, you know I think Ramondre still could be productive, um, but I'm going to go I would, under.
4: I would love it for the Patriots' sake if that were true, but I. But why not both? How about both? I'm trying to play. I'm
5: trying to game both. the system here a little bit. Okay. All to right. Get myself. Oh, uh, I, I understand. I'm the trying.
3: only one that just, you know, picks what I think is going to happen.
4: Uh, the, I de- I was the ultimate of that last week. I had no idea what you guys were picking. Look, I have five and one. So there's merit in that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing the game, guys. I'm just playing the game.
0: Total touchdowns for the Patriots. Two and a half. Oh, under. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
5: <laughs>
3: um. Oh, oh, Under.
5: Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to go under two. I think it's probably about two and, and a couple field goals. Yeah,
3: I'm going to take the under as well.
0: That wow. was a DraftKings special right there. Nick Folk made kicks. Field goal or point after, three and a hay. Oh,
5: that's a, that's a high number. That's um, up, that's I up. like three. I don't know if I
3: like four. I'm going to go under. I will take the over. I think uh, two field goals, two PATs, I'll take it.
4: Yeah, I could see him missing a field goal today, but I think – It's reasonable to assume that that your majority of the scoring is gonna be coming in in you know, from that guy right there and uh Oh god, you know what? No I'm picking a real low scoring game here. I'm gonna go under.
0: I'm changing it up. I'm changing it up. A lot of thought there. Zach Wilson interceptions, one and a hay. It's
3: just me. That's you. I'm gonna take the under because I think uh Michael LaFleur is going to just say, we're going to run the ball today.
4: I just have to go on what I've seen from this kid, and what I've seen from this kid shows me that he's going to throw picks. I'm going over.
5: Yeah, I think I'm with Paul. I I do think he might be good for one, but I'm not going to hope for two today. I'm going to go under.
0: And finally, the total score at 38-and-a-half. Stop it. Stop it with your 38-and-a-half under. I didn't make it up. These are li- real lines here. Yeah, yeah. I, understand. I understand. I'm with
3: Hardy. I, I I have the under here. Yeah, me too. Okay. So, Deuce, uh, a lot of under unders. all I'm, six. I'm under on all six. You're looking for a wretchedly bad football game. I don't think you're wrong, though.
5: Yeah, unfortunately. Well,
4: but you never know.
3: Well, wouldn't it be worse if uh,
4: his Zach Wilson interceptions was over? That it would be an even worse football
3: game. Well, not for the Patriots.
5: All right. and That's that's the only way <laughs> I think about it.
15: That's all I care Classic.
4: about. Classic. It Cl- looks
5: beautiful out there, though. I got to say, in the in the in the footage here, I mean, it's, it's just it Looks like a sunny, nice day. It, it does. It doesn't look cold to me, Paul. <laughs> Sitting here in the
3: warm studio, it's <laughs> not that warm in the studio. <laughs> I got to be honest. <laughs> um, a lot of lot of kicker talk um, from the uh, various knights of the keyboard up in the press box. Um, Nick Folk, I guess, struggled to the construction end of the stadium a little bit. Missed a forty-three yarder. Uh, I think you know. It's funny because. I had one recap said that, they, that he was short from 43 yards and 48 yards. Another one said he hit the upright from 53 yards and missed wide right from 40. Like, so I don't really know exactly what happened. But what I can sort of uh, infer is that the wind is, is a factor is in the real. kicking game.
4: The wind is real. All right. Um, We're going to step aside one more time, right? Let's talk to Nick Baby Love before we do it, and then we'll uh, take one more break, come back and do our Sunday six-pack, wrap up the show today. Nick, what do you got for us today?
2: No, I just want to say happy holidays to uh, all you guys. Uh, You know, uh, the show is very, very enjoyable, you know what I mean? And uh, as far as uh, the Patriots, you know, I, I believe Patriots' blood, even though I'm still with Brady, um, I just think uh, it's Belichick's best coaching job. I mean, isn't that uh, Paul and uh, you know my man D trained from Holy Cross and and you Hardy and Matt uh, um, isn't a W a W?
4: Sure. Yeah. At this? Oh yes. You know,
2: so scrape, claw, finagle until this team gets tweaked the next year or two, and you know. I, I don't know what the records are, but I believe today, if the Patriots win, they hold a tiebreaker against the Jets, and they're in third place. Am I right?
3: Yes, correct. That would be correct.
2: Anyway, so, look. God bless you guys, and have a really wonderful new year. Thanks. Next, talk to you soon. Yeah, we'll talk
4: to you before that. Uh, have a have a happy Thanksgiving. If we don't talk to you absolutely. on absolutely on the actual Turkey Day, but that we talked about this earlier. You don't get to choose the quality of your wins or the way you get to win right now. No, you're you're a game above 500. Uh, a win today is is huge for the division and and it's it it doesn't it it we're we're not in a position right now to, you know, whine about the the quality of the win. I I, I, I re- yeah. and I will hold myself to that. Should the Patriots pull out the win today, that I won't come in here and say, "Yeah, but, nope. Not
5: uh, not on this one. No, and this is, I mean, a 6-3 and three Jets team that just beat Buffalo and, you know, <laughs> it's been gunning for you.
3: I don't like to paint myself into corners. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see the way games unfold before I, <laughs> I tell you know what, what
5: I think of it. Yeah, that's probably true uh, given what we've seen. That was, I was
4: very smart. As soon as I said it, I'm like, what are you doing? Shut up. Don't say that. Don't <laughs> that's say like
5: every that time I right? say something.
3: I mean, they need—they <laughs> definitely need to win. And, I, you know, style points are not huge, I, I would, would agree. But if you're going to – beat the teams that you know we've made a big deal of this like this is the last game as of right now left on the schedule that they're favorite in they're supposed to win today like i know the jets have been surprisingly uh you know efficient at six and three but they're supposed to the patriots are supposed to win this game today and the whole like five and four yeah you kind of should be six and three like with the schedule that you've had yeah like you didn't really upset anybody and you lost one that no one thought you would lose, so you kind of need this game, and, and you're supposed to win it. I think it's kind of shaping up as somehow if they can find a way to get this one, like I'm not here for that. <laughs> like you should beat the Jets at home. Yeah,
5: that's, that's that's what I said. Like I see like a play-in game. I mean, it's just like you, you have to win this game right. to, to make just win to it. make these rest of these ones even meaningful. So right, yeah, it's uh, you know, and that's just the whole context of. You've beaten the Jets. How many straight times you haven't lost to them since the the 2010 playoffs? Here, um, you know all that that kind of subtext that that goes into into these things. But this is the last bastion of the Patriots dynasty. That's still la- you know you haven't beaten Miami yet lately. You haven't beat Buffalo lately. You still own the Jets. Do they still own the Jets at home? I think it would be you know just a kind of a calming impact, no matter how that a win potentially
4: looks. How about this? Win today so that I do not resent you as a team for making me get off my couch on Thursday and come in here to do that Thursday night game against Minnesota. Yeah. when the season appears to be pretty much lost, uh, don't don't make me right. Don't make
1: me oh, resentful. It's gonna.
5: Be, I mean, if they if they had a bad game late, but you know, the flip side, they play well today. They they show us a, a gear that you haven't quite seen them fit. You're like. We're going to turn around. We're going to play a game in four days against the Vikings on national television. We know Justin Jefferson's got a little touch of
4: the old t- turf toe. Uh, you know, can game you, on. Can I, you imagine I, that? He ain't, he ain't, playing, that <laughs> he ain't game. playing that. Daddy, do you? Aren't you going to have pumpkin pie? <laughs> right. I can't, kids. I got to get down to Gillette Stadium. We got a big game tonight. The Patriots are coming off a win. It's and not what you he know, said the, off
3: air about that night, is it? <laughs> no. no. I mean, I don't, I don't,
4: now we're bringing out, uh, off air stuff on the I air. I didn't say oh, it.
3: No. Oh. Let's uh, let's do that. <laughs> Liar. He <laughs> just want to get out. <laughs> Let's uh, let someone else clean up. <laughs> <laughs> I did say
4: that. That I did say. Uh, there's something else we're going to do. Oh, we're looking at warm ups a couple of minutes ago. Oh, and, I, and now they're gone. Now we got. Now we
3: have a green screen. Oh, yeah. we're back to us. I don't even know what oh, that now, was. Now we Seems go. like okay. there's
5: some kind of power issue going on. Yeah, Ooh, we got stuff going. Are on. we on the air? Are uh, we on the yeah, air? Yeah,
3: because I, I I did uh, need to do my. Uh, I demand science, a key data point. But if we get... Seems like we're having we can we can wait. The, I will find and out from Matt later. what
4: do you want us to do. Do you want us to break, Matt? Do you want us to wait? Okay, we're going to do an audio break, and we're going to thank the Massachusetts Office of Travel and... All right, I'll just...
3: Wow. We're back. Now we're
4: Try back. Rest hey, everybody. in holiday style. Okay, we're back? All right, good. Um, the show. Brought to you in part by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Great memories are made in Massachusetts no matter how you choose to make them. Indoors, outdoors, scenic views, city vibes, solo, family style, whatever moves you, whatever the season. Plan your perfect Massachusetts getaway at visitma.com.
10: TouchView Interactive from the Oakers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, TouchView also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit oakers.com. Get in dollars. on the action with DraftKings. But
7: picking players, that's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one.
11: Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports.
0: Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grillin Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com.
12: In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
11: There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is Johnny, Johnny, Join
0: the conversation by calling the ace ticket hotline at 855 PATS 500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. He Whatever, do?
11: yeah, with his terrible pick record, like what would we listen to him for? Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> listen,
0: live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy.
4: All right, we're back on the uh, Patriots pregame, and uh, we'll be doing our Sunday six-pack here in a moment. But before, Oh, and also want to thank Doms, the official steak tip of the New England Patriots. Dominate the grill this season with the tailgate box subscription. Visit domsausage.com to choose your plan. Get a curated box filled with the quality meats delivered to your doorstep. Ready to grill for the game, you'll be the MVP
3: of the tailgate season
4: before we do anything else paulie paul you got something for
3: us i do i have uh today's key data point presented by demand science i know you guys are all waiting for it uh, did you know did you guys w- yes. are you aware that matthew judon is currently leading the nfl in sacks with 11 and a half are you guys aware of this i am it's my job to be aware of that yes okay it's my uh, job too but usually i don't really know <laughs> much of that although i did know this one um yeah, he has 11 and a half sacks. That's two more than, than Nick Bosa and Zadarius Smith. So, But here's the key part. Here's the key data point. If Try Judon remains at the top of that list, he would become the first Patriot since to lead the team in sacks? Ch- Chandler Jones? No, it's a trick question. He'd no. be the first ever Patriot to lead the league in no. sacks. Wow. That was the, the key data point there was if Judon winds up as the Single season sack leader in the NFL this year, he'd become the first Patriot ever to do so.
5: So uh, when Andre Tippett set the record,
3: the Patriots record the with eighteen Patriots and a half, eighteen and a half. Yeah, I believe Gaston had like twenty two. Oh, I don't,
4: I don't le- I don't like being tricked. No, I'm so, not. I mean, and,
5: and <laughs> sorry, I don't care for your games.
4: Yeah, I don't care for that. So, so Judon is. Fantastic. He's having a great year. Pro Football Focus did their rankings a couple of weeks ago. It was, you know, before the Pats went on the bye week, I think. And they listed him as like the. I don't know. (laughs) Like the. 50th best player in the NFL right now or something like it was like so far down the list. I'm like, what are 50, we doing? 50. It was like, yeah, he, was well, like he can't, so com-
3: far- he can't compete with Jack Jones. Who's like <laughs> the third best player in the league or Michael. When
4: Yeah. Apparently you saw this list. No, I didn't. Oh, well, no. I mean, it's, I don't really PFFF. see a lot of those lists. It's it, it was <laughs> along those lines. Yes. It was, it was guys like a who was like ranked higher than him in terms of like, yeah, just a good all around player. I'm like, what, what,
3: Judon? Right. No? judon and judon's had you know and i i do think that there are times where sack the actual total the sack total can be an overrated thing but he has been an imp- impactful player on that defense virtually every single game if not if not everyone uh, uh i just wanted yeah. to go ahead you want to do that offensive yeah line? yeah, yeah well ahead.
5: there's just some uh some things going on in the offensive line here during warm-ups that um have been catching people's eyes uh it looks like the initial starting line was uh, left to right, Win, strange Andrews on when you could just, which puts Trent Brown on the outside looking in. But Andrew Callahan saying, uh, and he does uh, put a qualifier with this in uh, with, with a star, body language doctor in the house. Um, but Brown did not join the O-line huddle or the O-line D-line huddle pregame. He stood off to the side. Something looks off. Same thing with... Mark Daniels saying uh, Brown rotated in at left tackle. This is a strange situation. So I don't know. We just uh, something to keep your eye on is as, as the game opens opens up with uh, with the offensive line.
4: Oh, good. I was hoping for a little confusion and a little mayhem on the offensive line today. A little but, rotation. Ah, well, things somewhere. have been too easy for those guys. So let's you know, let's keep them honest. Let's mix it up a little bit.
5: I mean, I don't think anybody. I mean, there was a lot of conjecture about what they put, could possibly do in terms of rotating guys around, maybe flipping the tackles back. I don't think anybody. Would have thought that Trent Brown would have come out of the lineup. Right, in and in they, any capacity. they,
3: you know, Evan had talked about that sort of weirdness of the Wednesday practice when it looked like Wynn was rotating on the left side, but um, I, I'm i still a little see skeptical of that. I'll see w- when, when they get out there if they, they stick with it. I, I have no doubt that that's what they did in warm ups, so I'm just saying I, I wouldn't completely rule Trent Brown out as of as of yet. Matt going short
5: sleeve, too. I just, uh, I don't know, I, I f- that feels a little bit purposeful to me
4: Paul I know you're loath to engage in anything negative but <laughs> what would be the fair loo- point what, what would be the worst uh way for the Patriots to start this game today I I have an idea talking about the offensive line and the switching around to me it would be like dumb pre-snap penalties that, or oh, you know, oh, false oh, start oh, stuff the like greatest that. hits like
3: can I just tell you what would bother me even more? Like the You know, like a turnover or a penalty or something would be obviously disastrous. But to me, it would just be lining up three plays and then punting after the third one. Yeah. Like, Uh, we get a yard on first down, incomplete on second down, maybe a completion for five yards on third down, punt. Like, nothing, you know, no, like, misplay, no... No plan. No sack, no fumble, no penalty, just wouldn't get a first down
4: and and maybe it's too much to ask as, as Deuce said earlier in the week, I heard you say, wouldn't it, you know, to march down the field in one of those beautiful scripted 12 play drives. We've talked about them, you know, for years now on this show and how they look so good and then lament how they don't look good afterward. I I won't lament. Just
5: give me the first, give me,
4: give me the first (laughs) drive. Give me that scripted 12 play, march down the field score and, you know, take the lead out of the gate. I, would love that.
5: You you want to get crazy? What about an eight play drive? Like it's not, it doesn't even
3: take them
4: twelve. Like Stop they have it. some chunk plays. Stop so it! Imagine that. Stop it with your nonsense. But t- and
3: yeah, this is where you know we're talking about style points. I would rather kind of see an eight, ten, twelve play drive than like they just hit a big chunk play oh, and yeah. score. Right. You know, okay, like, like a 50-50 <laughs> ball that somehow now, uh, now <laughs> they you know they come out on play action and throw a ball down the field. to like ty- Tyquan Thornton. This place will go crazy, and that'd be great. Yeah. But if you're asking me, we're going to score in the first drive, how do you want to do it? I'd rather have it be a methodical, you know, six six yards first down, eight yards second down, 11 yards on the next play. And all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're chunking your way down the field, eight, ten plays, touchdown, as opposed to, well, we hit one big play and we scored. Uh, do you think we're going to talk at all in the
5: postgame show about that they kind of put the – the rains back on Mac and the wind like they did in Buffalo last year. Maybe not not to that extent, I, but I keep seeing all these things about how windy it is yeah, out there. I don't think it's anything much. like
3: that based on my walk across the parking lot, which was not even uncomfortable. Yeah. To be honest. Like it, I mean, were you like do you remember the you remember the Buffalo game? Well Hardy's soft though.
4: I am soft <laughs> and I did not wear a heavy enough jacket. <laughs> I went for fashion over. Uh, well, you are a fashion plate. I'm um, a, uh, I'm Freddy I like classy Freddie Blassie. Your Okay. Got right. arrival photos. Yeah, and we got to do the six pack, don't we? Uh, we do. We only have yeah, five we, minutes. Yeah, six games, five minutes. Fred oof, would be in a. Panic. Gotta, hurry, gotta we're hurry. Up against it here. Let's do it. Here we go.
1: This is the Sunday six pack. Oh. So kick back and know, listen that, to my position. That. I'm getting to get the pitch back. Siren. You better bring a big stack. Get a mix, Jack. I came to win again. Yeah, this is the Sunday six pack. <laughs>
0: Let's
4: do it. Uh, let's find out what happened last week first.
0: Uh, last week we have Mike and Hardy three and three. nice. Paul and Arcan two and four. Nice, nice. Season totals. Paul 30 and 18. Oof. Oh. Mike oh, oh, oh. 24 24. Hardy 20 and 28. Arcan 11 and seven. God
5: Paul, you've been on a tear. I'm five hundred in both the uh, it's two and four over/unders and the six pack. Yeah, but you're thirty and eighteen. I, you had a. Unfortunately, crap, I threw I the
3: g- paper away. I, I want to check that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you had a crap week, in you're thirty and eighteen. All right, let's get to these uh, one o'clock games. What now do we three got? Of,
0: uh, three of these numbers have actually moved in the, so they're different from what you have on your sheet. Beginning with the p- three and seven Carolina Panthers at the six and three Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore is now minus thirteen.
5: Thirteen. Mm. Um, I still like that point total. I will take the Ravens, and I will lay the points.
3: Paulie Paul. I'm gonna take the points. I, I you know two touchdowns It's a lot. I, I have no doubt that, that Baltimore will be covering that spread at some point, but I'm gonna go with the backdoor cover for the Panthers.
4: Yeah, no way I'm laying thirteen points. Nope, not doing it. I will take the Panthers plus thirteen.
0: The three and six Cleveland Browns at the six and three Buffalo Bills at Detroit, Buffalo minus eight and a half.
3: This is a strange game, obviously, uh, being played in Detroit. Uh, I know the Bills had all kinds of trouble. Sometimes I worry that when the focus is on uh, things other than the actual game, how it's going to play, but I think they're going to get there, focus, get back on track, and I will take the Bills.
4: I, I see it as more of an equalizer, Paul. I'm, I'm doing the very you know obvious analysis here, um, and I, I will. I think the Bills win, but I think the Browns cover. I'll take the Browns.
5: I'll take the Bills. I'll lay the points.
0: The 3-6 and six Detroit Lions at the 7-2 and two New York Giants. New York now minus 4.
4: Please restore the roar. It's coming back. Lions going to move to 4-6 and six on the season after this one. They win it outright.
5: <laughs> no way. Brian Dable, uh, I got them for the win. I'll take the Giants.
3: Yeah, I'll take the Giants too. I am still not a believer in... The New York Football Giants, but I, I'm more than bo- Dan Campbell. believer when it's <laughs> Dan Campbell. Well, you're both stupid and wrong.
0: <laughs> Moving on to the 4 p.m. games, the two and seven Las Vegas Raiders at the three and six Denver Broncos. Denver minus two and a half.
4: Deuce. Yeah, lots of
5: injury issues uh, for the Raiders. Game. I know this is, uh, but I I I gotta believe.
4: I'm gonna take the the Raiders.
3: I'm taking the Broncos. I'm sick of losing every week by picking the, the, <laughs> the Raiders. I
4: know, I know, but that they gotta, they gotta win an actual game at some point. This isn't even an actual game. I, th- I th- I'm taking the Raiders against all odds. I'm taking the Raiders.
0: The seven and two Dallas Cowboys at the eight and one Minnesota Vikings. Dallas minus two and a half.
4: Interesting. Polly Paul. This is an interesting one.
3: Yeah, it's it's an interesting spread, and everybody's <laughs> been in an uproar about it all week. I'm going to take the Cowboys. I think they're better.
4: It's just something weird about this game, you know? Mm. If you don't like it, get rid of it. I can't get rid of it. I got to pick it. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Vikings.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Paul and the Cowboys.
0: And last, the six and three New York Jets at the five and four New England Patriots. New England minus three and a half.
4: I, I view this as such a low scoring game. I think the Patriots win, but I think it's a squeaker. I think the Patriots win this one eight to six. <laughs> I'm uh,
5: I, I, So you're taking, so taking the Jets. I'm taking the Jets. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Jets points too. I do think the Patriots win, but I think it's a one, two point maybe three point game. So I'm gonna take Patriot uh take the Jets points. I'm gonna take the Patriots to win though. Uh weird score,
3: nineteen
2: seventeen.
13: Mm. Mm.
3: <laughs> I love when I'm the only one on the Patriots. Uh, I, I just think that the Jets are building something, but it's not quite ready yet. And I don't think they're ready to come into Foxborough and win a game that would legitimately stamp them as contenders for the playoffs at 7-3. and three. I'm going to take the Patriots to win in an ugly game, 19-13.
4: All right, there it is. Six-pack in the books. Thank you, everybody, for uh, participating in the show today through your calls and emails. and uh, We hope that you will join us here afterward when we do the Patriots post-game show, right after the game, right here, patriots.com. Thank you for listening and watching. Thank you for downloading this podcast.
1: Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen